from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you ready? This is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. This is Selena Gomez. Jersey Drake. Taylor Swift. Post Malone. Camila Cabello. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Right here. Turn up. My, my boys, Roz, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. I can see. Now, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. I can Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. $20,000. <laughs> <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Powered by Air Transat. So, did Wendy Williams fart on air? That's the question. This is what everyone's. Yeah. And up in arms out? This is over? so fantastic because you know that if this was anybody else, Wendy Williams would talk about this on her show for 25 minutes. Yeah. So, it's so, it's so great. I've watched this video many times because you know me. When it comes to somebody who farts on television, I go deep. And what do you think? I think it's what? A, I think it's one hundred percent a fart because if you actually watch the video, yeah. a couple of seconds before the fart, she crot like she she shifts her weight, mm, like she's uncomfortable. There's, there's something going on down there, right? So this was the information you were able to sniff out. So yes, so here you you give this a listen. Quiet in the car or wherever you are right now. Quiet in the car. We need your help okay. on this. Uh, this is Wendy Williams uh, on her show recently. But you can't even do that locker room thing. That cop wasn't playing that. I mean, you're lucky you only got battery. What if he filed for sexual assault? <laughs> wow. That was a long one, too. That wasn't just like a quick little boop. That was. Right? You've been holding that one in. Yeah. Shouldn't have had that burrito for no. lunch. And you can always tell, too, because when... When it's a normally when it's legit, there's a pause in the speech. Right. Wow. Did you boost the the level on that? No, you didn't. I didn't. Come on. That's how it it appeared on on television. No, I swear. You boosted that. I did. I swear. That I promise you. This I did not. I did not alter that at all. Okay, play the whole clip again. But you can't even do that locker room thing. That cop wasn't playing that. I mean, you're lucky you only got battery. What if he filed for sexual assault? No, you know why I know that that was a legit real fart? Why? Because as you feel like you have to fart, yeah. you're thinking about it, and it affects, if you're already mid-speech, yeah. it affects what you're saying because you're like, okay, how do I process these two things at the exact yeah, same time? Yeah. That's why she slowed her speech. She paused, farted, and then continued. Yeah. But you can't even do that locker room thing. That cop wasn't playing that. Right. I mean, you're lucky you only got battery. <laughs> what if he filed for sexual assault? <laughs> Such a serious topic, too. I know. It's really unfortunate. There was one instance years ago, I remember, where, uh, what's his name, Max Kellerman, the sports guy, where he cough farted. Right? Did he really? Like, yeah, you know, sometimes when you cough and the body just like convulses all at once. Yeah, everything yeah. just comes yeah, out. Yeah, it's very unfortunate. Yeah, he cough farted. Um, uh, who else has farted on TV? Uh, There's recently, some great ones. in November, Eric Swalwell, congressman. Oh, this one. I did not think this was a fart. Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. 
Yeah. No. I didn't think that was a yeah. fart. No, because he paused. No. Again, you feel the fart coming on and no. you're talking, but you have to pause to concentrate. I don't know. On getting I, rid of the gas. Guaranteed. Listen, listen again. Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. No. Yeah. No, because you're not. It, remember, it can't. It comes down to the echo, right? Like that's a big room, and the way he's mic'd, there's no way that his voice would sound that hollow. But a fart would be more clear. There's no way. Anyway, okay. What who about else do you got? when Whoopi Goldberg? Hundred percent a fart on TV. Farted on the View. So she admitted oh, it right yes. then and there. Because yeah. there's no way. And then, do you remember when Taylor Swift at the 2015 VMAs on the red carpet where it was suspected that she also farted mm. during an interview? This is a video directed by Joseph Kahn who did Blank Space and Bad Blood. It's our third video working together starring Scott Eastwood. Here's the video for Wildest Dreams. Not a fart on TV. No? No, not a fart on TV. What do you think that was, though? Here's the video for Wildest Dreams. I like a microphone interference sound, something. On a red carpet that is that loud, she would literally have to take the microphone and put it between her butt in order to get that sound on that red carpet. Yeah, like like you'd have to be, like Taylor would have had to grab the microphone and been like, hang on, I got one. You know what I mean? Like there's no way it would sound like that. There's no way. Taylor, not a fart on TV. Whoopi, a fart on TV. That congressman, not a fart on TV. Wendy Williams, definitely a fart on TV. You remember Though when that that's guy a, that's recorded, how I rate them. Recorded his own fart and turned it into a song? No. With like flutes and everything? No. That sounded beautiful. <laughs> that's a fart. <laughs> Added some reverb. <laughs> flutes. It's really pretty. (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Today is National Hugging Day. It's a day to give and receive hugs. Six types of hugs and what they mean. And Dan Mori tried out a lot of these hugs on people. Out on the streets. The bear hug. We all know what a bear hug is. Mm-hmm. Super tight. Mm-hmm. The polite hug. Uh, type of hug you usually share with uh, acquaintances and colleagues. Given sideways with only a partial upper body contact. A one-way hug. Uh, this is where you go in for a hug and the other person just stands there. <laughs> it doesn't reciprocate the hug. The post, That's Maury. The pole. Yeah, Maury. Maury's a very awkward hugger, by the way. Yeah, you go in for a hug with Maury, his arms don't come up whatsoever. He does the one way hug. No, the, but it's weird. Can I let me tell you the weird thing about Maury is that it, it's not when people go in for a hug with Maury. It's when Maury tries to go in for a hug with you. You do the Maury does the, the instigate one, it. The one arm hug. Yeah. Sometimes there's the intimate hug, a close, full body embrace. There's the buddy hug, where your bellies touch. Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that's the difference. Uh, the buddy hug is where you take your arms and you just hug over each other's shoulders or yeah. each other's waist. And then the back hug, which is where you just reach around from behind. Right. I think that the, the a hug becomes something else when bellies touch. 
Like that's the next level hug? That's like, that's where it goes from just a hug between acquaintances, friends, coworkers, extended family. Uh, you only hug your lover that way. Right. You know what I mean? Like the, when, you're, when you hug somebody and your bellies touch, you mean business. Like send out the invites for the wedding. Yeah, you mean business. <laughs> yes, Roz, it is National Hug Day, which is every day for you and me. Yeah. Hey, my name's Andrew. Yeah. You and I are going to, there's six kind of hugs. Yeah. You and I are going to do the intimate hug. Okay, I'm down. Oh, here we go. He's coming in for an intimate hug. Uh, he's to look each other in I'm, the eyes. I'm looking him in the eyes, and like he's reaching up to my shoulder. Oh, he's on his tippy toes, and he's very, very close to me. I think like it's like pretty delicate. Like you probably go a little more intense. I think he's scared. I think he's scared to get a little intimate with me. Real, yeah, he's definitely on me. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. Are you done? I'm done. I, I'm definitely done. But. <laughs> <laughs> but like I don't know if you want to keep going I'll let you wow <laughs> Yo, okay yeah. real quick this guy sounds exactly like Matthew was that damn it Matthew your husband it was not no. your husband wow no, he looks was like into him? that he was he, really into you hugging yeah him, he huh? really liked you was, it, was he a fan did he know who you were no he didn't know no you. not at all wow. the happy national hug day I had no idea. So you and I are going to do the bear hug, all right? Are you ready? I'm ready. You kind of went in and had a half hug with a one arm. I was thinking that a bear See? hug would be more of a two-arm yeah. approach, but I feel like you're maybe a more of a shy bear. Yeah, it was a, a little embrace. Your hips were far apart, so it was like a safe bear hug, I would say. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Do you, um, do you need a hug for hug day? <laughs> Who are you? No, but do you need a hug? No, I'm I'm okay. I'm okay. Happy National Hug Day. Um, okay. Um, do you need a good hug? No, I'm kind of an anti-hugger. Oh, then this is great. You and I are going to do the back hug. I, I don't think we're going to do that, actually. <laughs> How about I give you a hug joke, then? Sure. Okay. My husband told me to embrace my mistakes, yep. so I hugged him. Okay. <laughs> Oh, yes, now I get it. Are you feeling all huggy and stuff today? Sure, it's cold outside. Okay, so you and I will do the back hug. Isn't that like a wall sit? No, no, no. This is where I kind of, I cloak you. Oh, you're hugging me from behind? Yeah. Yeah, it's oh, more like you're hey. hanging off. Yeah? It's like a scene out of Pete's Dragon. Was that, was that good? Yeah, it was fine. All right, so you and I, Ouch. are you ready for it? We're going to do the one-way hug. Okay. This is where... I sort of hug and you just stand there. I'm looking straight ahead. I have a man <laughs> with his arm around me. Nothing else going on. Okay, dude, it is National Hugging Day. Yeah? So you and I are going to hug. Okay. All right, so you and I are going to do the polite hug. Okay. I already know. Yeah, we're hugging right now and it's okay. It's keep it warm. <laughs> yeah, it was a good hug. Everything okay? <laughs> This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. Good morning, gentlemen. What up? So for the, uh, to help out your visual listeners, I think you guys should demonstrate those hugs with Maury. No. And I put it on Instagram. No. No chance. Thanks for the call. Why? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think it's a great idea. No, no we just, you just heard multiple examples of how bad damn no. Maury is at hugging. I know, but that was hearing. I think visually, if we saw how bad at hugging he was, that'd be a, that's what we need to see. No, I, I'm not a hugger anymore. I stopped. It's too... It's, really? Yeah, I don't... No. No, I, I'll tell you, I hug in my life, right? Like when uh -huh. I meet people, I hug far more men than I do women. Really? Yep. 
You're a great hugger, though. Yeah, no, you give I. Really uh, good hugs. I'll hug my my guy friends. Yeah, hundred uh-huh. percent. I I don't hug women. I don't. I don't. This. I don't know anymore. No, it. I don't. And I'm not going to say that I'm terrified or all this other all this other stuff, but just it's very easy to sort of cut out that kind of physicalness with with people. And right. I found it very easy to do. But I will tell you, I'm shocked that when I'm in a room where somebody comes in and they start hugging and I extend my hand to shake their hand, the, the, they sort of it's the, the 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 look in their face oftentimes is they feel slighted. Oh wow! Yeah, you know, last week there was somebody who said something very very nice about the show. Yeah. And we had a conversation. And I was like, oh man, like, you know, you didn't really have to say all like all the nice things that you said. I really appreciate it. Yeah. But I said to her, I'm like, can I give you a hug? Yeah. Like I had to ask her. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. It's an interesting thing though. But uh, but like I love hugs. Yeah. Well, I only do hug I, on though? Sundays. I Matthew I and I only hug on Sundays for Sunday hug. Sunday hug. Yeah, when we wake up, we made it to Sunday. Sunday hug. We what do, do you mean you kitchen. made it? Like you're both alive or you're still a couple? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say both. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Let me show you this. And, I, and I'm, I'm begrudgingly bringing this up. Okay. To go back to the Dream Daddy Roz thing. Uh-huh. Okay. You remember the uh, Dream Daddy Ken yeah, that looks exactly like you. Right. So the guy, which is why everyone's calling you Dream Daddy Ross. Right. So this guy, if you're if you're just hearing about this, there's a doll maker. This guy who takes like Barbies and just like male dolls and everything else, and he like repaints their faces and their bodies, and he turns them into works of art. Mm. He does all sorts of celebrities, and he made one called Dream Daddy Ken that came with a pair of sunglasses, a laptop, which screen the screensaver was a rainbow flag, and a smartphone, which was permanently locked to grinder. And he had a black shirt on that just read daddy. And it looked shockingly like me. The hair was the same. The beard was the same. Everything the was the same. The eyes were the same. Right. So everybody got lit up about this. Yeah. And we interviewed the guy, and it was all great and fine. And then so... The amount of people that sent me this yesterday was incredible, which was the guy who created the doll. Yeah, don't tell me this is like a Dream Daddy Roz 2.0. No, he released the nudes. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here, bro. Oh my God. Yo, look at that chest. You saw. <laughs> right? Oh, kaboom. <laughs> He leaked. He leaked the news. Yo! Like, like what happens? Abs, everything. <laughs> yeah, I don't look okay. like that, by the way. Right. right, but only covering his wiener. He has like, like a. There's like a stick of butter. Wow, even you got the chest hair. Yeah, like a little bit of chest yeah. hair. My chest does not look like that. I don't know if you can tell. He's got the the same kind of uh, speedo undies that you got. Yeah. Wow. Because I do. I wear tiny little underpants. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? Right? So this was my night last night. Ah, uh, yes. I was, like, I was like, why do I have like 40 new messages? Yeah. And it's because everybody sent me these Insta stories. Wow. Right? Of Dream Daddy Ken. So so the, the nudes of Leak, it says, uh, so let me read you this. It says, classic story. He got famous, then he leaked his nudes. <laughs> Remember, he's just plastic. 
Don't let that stop you from fantasizing about him too much, though. <laughs> <laughs> let me guess. It was all ladies DMing you. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay? I'm not the doll. <laughs> all right? <laughs> but you're okay with letting them think you are. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So is today Blue Monday? Is that the deal? I'll have a blue Monday. <laughs> Look at you remixing Elvis. Holy. Right? Yeah. There are actual songs called Blue Monday. But are you, there really? Yeah, you chose to remix. You chose to do, uh, what is that, Blue, Blue Christmas? Christmas. Yeah. That's Blue Christmas, right? The best Elvis song. Uh, that's not the best Elvis song. Maury just walked in the room. No need to sing. I already did it. Yeah. killed it. <laughs> do it again. I'll have a blue Monday without you. Yeah, yeah, you nailed it. Like, freaking nailed it, man. Uh, today is Blue Monday. There is absolutely no actual scientific evidence uh, oh, so for, 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 us, for Blue Monday. Or for us, any day ending in Y. Waka waka. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, there's no scientific evidence behind Blue Monday, but there's a lot of variables that people sort of take into account when saying that today, the third Monday in January, is considered Blue Monday. Hold on, so. it's only the third Monday in January? That's why yes. it's blue. Yeah. Why does it feel like January has been like six months long? Because <laughs> uh, that's that's what winter does to you, man. That's it's why only the third Monday <laughs> in January? <laughs> yes. Yeah, feeling broke after oh. overspending of the holidays, the weather, the long nights, the lack of sunshine, yeah. uh, all the magic from the holidays is over. Oh, I'm so blue. Already getting sick of work again. Yeah. And the sad disease. Feeling guilty for all the drinking and oh, all that drinking. All that stuff over the holidays, the general drugs. loneliness, uh, the pressure of all your New Year's resolutions failing. <laughs> Too cold to cuddle. Uh, it's harder to have Hold social on, media life in, win- in, uh, wait, in the winter. Wait, wait. Did you yeah. hear what he said? No, I don't listen. <laughs> what, do you, what do you say? What do you say? <laughs> I don't listen, Maury, because I'm trying to read something and all you do is talk over me. We all talk over each no. other. That was no, amazing, we by don't. The way. What did he say? I honestly, I didn't hear him. What did he say? <laughs> See, the joke's not going to be funny now. <laughs> I think it will be. No, because your joke is way funnier. <laughs> okay. what, did, what did you say? Now, I'll give you, now you can take the time all to I say what you want to say. You were listing things, and I yes. was contributing to the list of things, and I just said it's, and because it's too cold to cuddle. Right, but why not say that when I'm done? I don't, it's just we're like a conversation. Like we're I know, at a but I'm doing shop. a just... list. I'm doing a list. We're not at a coffee shop doing a thing. <laughs> right? like, we're on the radio. We're on the radio. Job. Like, doing our job. <laughs> like, <laughs> just wait till I'm done. This is why this, you know what? I was fine today, right? Now I am in a bad mood. Now you're in a blue Monday. Now I'm in a blue Monday. Now I'm actually experiencing... Blue Monday, before we get to why it's too cold to cuddle. <laughs> no, let's start with why it's too cold to cuddle. How can how can it ever be too cold to cuddle? Because if it's too cold, your skin's too cold. And when you put your head on your husband's 
bum or chest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> They're like, oh, your skin's too cold. Get off of me. I'm cold. How does that work? Like, is he lying in the bed and you're standing at the foot of the bed and you just bend over and like rest your forehead like on his cheeks? Like, when you say put your head on his bum, there's yeah. no, like, like, there's like, a, is like, he laying in bed completely no, nude or like, just pants he, off and that's it? Is he it? at the sink and you just like <laughs> crawl up? Or like, how does that work when you if say you put your head on his, his side bum? on the couch. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, oh, curl I get up you, this I way. You, and then I'll always use his butt as a pillow. Right. Wait, but he's not wearing pants? No, like he's in his underwear. Okay. And well, how would he say that you're... Because my head like, will go like on his upper, lower chest area. Right. <laughs> like, I've never had anybody tell me that I, that I have a cold chest. head. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, has anybody ever looked? Weird. Has anybody ever went, oh God, your head is so cold? No. <laughs> no, never. That doesn't happen. Like not even the doctor. The no. doctor. If that were the case, the doctor would be like polite about it. And, like yeah. here's a prescription or something. But when, oh, my nose, when apparently it is my cold. nose is freezing all the time. When it is cold though, cuddling, I, I get it because <clears throat> cold feet in the bed and I get zinged with these all the time. Yeah. But cold feet in the bed is shocking at first, yeah. right? But then you just like you cuddle up and you get warm, and that's just that's what bodies but do. It's, it's the the moment that you touch and you're cold. You don't want to wait for the body to get warm, right? right. It's like dipping your toes toes into the lake and it's so cold. You're like, I, I can't deal with the cold lake. Yeah, but you're not going to warm the lake up when you go in it. No, but it's the initial cold. You're like, I, I'm done. Yeah, but when you cuddle all up, though, bodies just naturally warm up. It takes like, too that's long. What, takes too long. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I'll have Monday without you. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Discover Transat's family collection of hotels in nine sun destinations. I just hear that word sun, and I'm like, ah, oh, yes. Tell me about we've been it. dealing with this cold-ass, nasty weather. Yeah, it's been it seems cr- like forever. But it's crazy because some places in the States right now, like, they haven't had any snow yet. Like, it's really, it's What's really, wrong with them? I don't know, it's really wild. Um, but Newfoundland got hit hard, Toronto got hit hard, it snowed like, hell in vancouver yeah uh even victoria got snow which they never do but yeah no you're right anytime you hear sun that's what makes it all worth it you got to get out of here in the winter you have to do it uh, extended kids club hours so parents can enjoy romantic dinners on the beach uh the resorts there's some resorts that let kids stay and eat for free which is a huge plus uh also air transit does have kids club to make flying fun for everyone you sign your kid up it's totally free if they're between the ages of two and eleven you get the dedicated check-in count priority boarding all the info could be found at airtransat.com go there right now yeah the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast you see that picture of the go bus that had the uh the windshield smashed in after snow and ice flew off of a, a car on the 401 no <sighs> i'm telling you man people you don't realize how dangerous that the snow that you like lazily leave on the roof of your car, how dangerous it is mm-hmm. by doing that, especially when you're traveling on a highway. Here, there's, here's the picture. That's what the windshield looked like. Oh, snap. You can't see through that. No. But it's still shocking. Like, after a big snowfall, I will still see, see people who... If the will, rock was driving that bus, you'd just, like, lift one leg and kick that windshield right out true. and just keep on driving. Be like, yo, leg day, fam. Yeah. But after seeing that photo, I wonder, in especially here, like, is it no fault? Like, uh, can this guy go after that person? Isn't There's no fault insurance, right? 
Ah, uh, no, that person is. Uh, yeah, and you're no, right. I know, but, but I don't know how I that works. I don't know how that works. That's careless. Yeah. That's got to be careless, at least, right? Like you can't. But is so many people the- though that who don't uh, get rid of the snow even from their their back windshield. I see it all the time. The, the roof I see, like I was driving behind somebody and it was stacked up on the roof of their car and blowing yeah, off in front of me. Here's my question though. Mm-hmm. I think it looks pretty when it blows off cars personally. What's well, because <laughs> you're, you're not driving. That's because you're always a passenger in a new one. <laughs> no, I think it looks pretty. I like it when you're driving down the highway and you just see, it's like, it's like one car is snowing. Like it's really, I think it's really nice. You know what the I worst is? It. Are the big transport trucks when they're on the highway. Yeah. And they have the snow and the ice on the roof and if it's like starting to fly off. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like I think those trucking companies should have some sort of a procedure. I've seen these things online. People have sent us pictures of like machines where the truck will drive under and it like sweeps it all off. Yeah. But I don't think all trucking companies have that. I don't know. I mean, what do you do? Like, what are you, what are well, you supposed to there's do? There's been videos where if it's a car and you're at a red light, the car behind gets out of their car with their brush and brushes the yeah, other that's car a, for that's you. that's arrogant too, though. What? Hold on, what? Say that again? So if you're like bu- somebody else on the road cleans somebody's car for them. While you're at a red light, just because it's like, you should have done this, so I'm going to do it for you. And wipes Oh, no, window. I'm not going to do that. No. Sorry. No, no, don't touch my stuff. Well, don't touch my stuff, but also, like... Be an adult and brush off your own damn snow. Yeah, but if you Take the don't, extra couple of minutes. and I'm in danger, I'm going to brush your snow off for you. you no, don't touch my car. That. Yeah, whatever. That, I mean, I have, I have five brushes. You're I never so use lucky, Maury. Here's the thing: is that I know about you, and I know you so well that you live in a condo, so you're fortunate because you never have to scrape any snow off your car. Never. If and you, you drive to work, yeah. and park in an underground parking lot. Exactly. If you lived in a place where your car was exposed and got snowed on, you would be the absolute worst. I would probably scrape a little hole enough to see through. And yeah. No, you would. You know what Maury would do? Yeah. He would just get in the car. Yeah. And turn the windshield wipers on just to clear out the front. Yeah. And he would not take the snow off of his windows. No. His side windows no. or his rear? Well, no. enough about me. No, you know you wouldn't though. Like no, you're just I, not that person. But, yeah, but I don't have the option. No, I agree with you. But at least <laughs> I'm. <laughs> at least I don't have that option. I live yeah. where it's always yeah, drying. No, I know. And you are forced, especially this week, man. Like you can tell too. You can tell driving around which cars come out of the bottom of condos. Yeah, like you oh, can. Oh, because they're clean, oh, beautiful, so be- oh. right? It's like it's like when uh, it's the equivalent of when a coworker comes back into the office with a tan. You know, you're like, oh, you were somewhere nice, weren't you? Yeah. You know, when you see like those cars on the road, it looks like that car was just on vacation. Yeah. Right? (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yesterday on the show, we were talking about the transport truck that was on the highway that had a whole bunch of snow and ice on the top of the trailer. And it flew off and hit a go bus, hit the windshield and just like smashed it. Right? Yeah. And... You know, another reminder to drivers out there, get rid of the snow, get rid of the ice that's either on the hood, on the roof, uh, especially on your your rear window Mm -hmm. because that stuff will fly off and potentially hit a car. People don't want to scrape the paint though, you know? Here's a text that we got this morning, like a couple minutes ago. My wife was driving along the 401 yesterday. Huge chunk of ice fell off of a truck and smashed into the windshield. Can you guys please give another shout out to make sure uh, people clean off their trucks? It's really unsafe. And that's the thing that surprises me. I was saying yesterday too, is I can't believe with the amount of transport trucks that are traveling on highways right across this country, Mm -hmm. how companies don't have access or don't 
uh, want to put the money towards purchasing. You know those giant machines that you see mm-hmm. that have the uh, the scraper? It's like a, a giant sweeper, like a broom yeah. on the top. So the truck just drives under it and it just takes all that snow and ice off. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's tough. And there was a, um, God, I saw a picture today of a guy whose face was mangled because a sheet of ice came off the top of somebody's I car. I saw that. That happened in Ottawa. In Ottawa. Yes. And it went through his windshield. And this guy's face is mangled because yeah. it went right through his windshield and hit him. Hello, Razamoka. How you doing? Hey, guys. How are you? Good, man. So for trucks, they're actually legally not required to clean the top because it's a health and safety issue for them. Oh, really? So yeah. And, and again, they only some of the larger companies have those big brushes. Oh, okay. That they kind of just drive under. Uh, now... For cars as well, right? Uh, if it's a buildup, it falls off. The best thing for the driver to do that got hit would be to grab a license plate and call their insurance company because if they do go to the police to report it, it's considered non-reportable and they're probably just going to send them away and tell them to call the insurance company anyway. So just to save their time, it would the best practice would be to just grab their license plate and call the insurance company. Wait, sorry, are you saying if it's just a, a regular car, not a truck, not a transport? Both, actually. Oh, both. Oh, wow. So okay. The, the whole aspect of that is that it's not a part of the vehicle or its load. How did you get so smart about this? You work in insurance, right? Uh, no, I work uh, part-time with the uh, OPP. Oh! <laughs> Yo, man, I got to go to court next week. Oh, right, not either. next week. Sorry, next month. What do you got to go to court for? You need to help me out? Done. Let's go. What'd you no, do? No, look at me in serious. I'll, I'll, bring, I'll bring the SWAT team with me. Oh, no. snap. Okay, now What'd you do? Trolling. What'd you do? Why you got to go to court? No, last year... You criminal something? I was hit um, uh, speeding, right? Oh. Okay. So I got, I got the fine. It was like 300 and something bucks. Yeah. Plus okay. three demerit points. Okay. Now, I have the cleanest of clean records. Sure. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, they give you uh, the date to go and settle. Yeah. So I showed up. And I said to, what is it, the prosecutor? And I was like, said the same thing, clean record. I don't want the point. I will fully pay the entire fine. I don't want to get hit with three points. Yeah. And they were like, you got to set a court date then. So yeah. I set a court date, which is next month. Yeah. And I, uh, I, I was texted a, a police officer that we know. And I said, give me some advice on this. Like, what do I got to do to make this go away? Yeah. And he said, honestly, just show up. The best they may do is reduce the the dollar fine, but those three points that you get hit with are going to stay with you. Unless if the police officer that issued the ticket does not show up, everything gets blown out. Right. Yeah. Was, it, was it an OPP that got you? Uh, no, it's just a regular Toronto police oh, service. Oh, so it wasn't OPP, though. It wasn't OPP, oh, okay. no. It was just I a regular, you. um, just a traffic yeah. police officer. Hey, Maury, you're going to court reporter that day when Mocha goes there, start interviewing people oh and my stuff God. like no, that. No, and cover, no, and cover no, the no, case. I don't need that kind of heat. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. no please. 100%. Come on, guys. 100%. No, you can't do that. That's our right. You can't do That's that. That's our right. No. Yes. <laughs> no. Don't put me in the same category as the poop throwing guy <laughs> yeah. and chair girl. Yeah, that's our right. No, absolutely. Mori's going to interview you walking into court. Oh my God, I'm so excited. No, we're going to have to bail out Mori. We're going to interview people, other people who were in court to get get their opinion on on the verdict. (laughs) You guys hate you so much. Oh my God, it's going to be the best news report ever. I hate you guys so much. Yeah, the trial of the century. (laughs) When's your court date? I don't know. Come on, we'll find out. Don't worry about it. No, it's next month. It's like, yeah. It's on public record. I can look it up. Yeah, that's true. Oh, and it's on a Friday too. Is it? Oh, 
Yeah. Perfect. It's nice. A, I have nowhere to be. It's on a Friday. You never have nowhere to be. Perfect. This <laughs> yeah. is going to be great. It's on a Friday. What time? At 1.30 in the afternoon. Oh, this is, oh. you can go home. I can nap. nap. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> anyway, what can I do to make this go away? Anything? To be honest, go in and see if the police officer is there and you can have a talk with him as well. Oh, really? Are you allowed to do yeah. that ahead of time? Yeah, you are. Oh, more. you yeah. got to make sure you get that. No! Oh, come on, man! <laughs> no! Absolutely not! This is going to oh. be so great. I can't wait. I hate you guys so yeah, much. Yeah, I know, but you're, this is going to be great, though. <laughs> All right. Thanks for the call. Don't ever call here again. All right. Take care, guys. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Did you watch the SAG Awards last night? Watch a bit of it. I'm telling you, I think that the the way to go with awards shows is to just uh, have Meryl Streep sit in the throne right up front. Just let her do her thing. Because she sits there anyway, mm-hmm. and everybody just looks to Meryl. I don't even think they should vote. They should give Meryl a scepter. And then when they start just reading out the names of the nominees, yeah. she should just like slam it on the ground when she's happy with the person who like, she should pick the winner there on the spot. Ah, well, like when they call the names, your nominees are. Yes. And then everyone looks to Meryl. Right. And then they're like, Rami Malek, Brad Pitt, Robert De Niro, Joaquin, oh, Robert De Niro. <laughs> yeah, like that. And then he just gets up and, and does like- a speech. Because she's the center of it. She's the center of everything at every single awards show. Yeah. Like, she's the absolute center of everything, and they should just give her all the power. I think everyone just wants to see if she'll give a reaction that's meme-worthy. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, Brad Pitt last night. Let me read you these two headlines. Brad Pitt? You read your headlines, and I'll say what I'm... Okay, so what there's two different, two different takes on this story. So one is uh, Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt reunite at the SAG oh. Awards 2020. Mm-hmm. And then the Daily Mail. Brad Pitt comes out swinging in most candid comments yet about unhappy marriage and new bachelor life, then rubs salt in the wombs by flirting with rival Jennifer Aniston. Brad Pitt appeared to take unprecedented jabs at his former wife, Angelina Jolie, with his accepted speech at the SAG Awards on Sunday night. Let's go with that one. Oh, because I was going to say, I thought Brad Pitt... <laughs> Had like the best speech Man, of the entire night. The reaction to it though was very the other side. The reaction, really? nobody yeah. liked it. No, it was it, it was incredible because I took it as him sort of being self deprecating as well as goofing on his marriage and his relationship status and the fact that he's tabloid fodder and all of that stuff. But people took it like this that he was slamming. Angelina Jolie. So this is Brad Pitt from last night at the SAG Awards. Here's I got to add this to my Tinder profile. <laughs> I want to thank my co-stars, Leo, Margot Robbie, Margot Robbie's feet, Margaret Qualley's feet, Dakota Fanning's feet. Seriously, Quentin has separated more women from their shoes than the TSA. <laughs> Let's be honest, it was a difficult part. A guy who gets high, takes his shirt off, and doesn't get on with his wife. It's a big stretch. It's big. Right? I never, like, he didn't say a guy who gets high, takes his shirt off, and is married to a psycho. He didn't say a guy who takes his shirt off, gets high, and loses everything to a crazy woman. Like, he never said any of that. I... I didn't take his speech as anything people other than did, though, man. like pretty funny. People did. Really? Yes. God, and then everybody suck. everybody started bringing up the fact that uh, 
the re, you know the the reason she left him was because he got drunk on a flight and got into a fist fight with their kid, and that he had to had supervised visits, and the kids oh, want nothing to do with them. People went in like they really went in. yeah, and then you get all the stuff backstage with Jennifer Aniston, and there's video of Brad Pitt. Um, backstage at the SAG Awards watching on a monitor Jennifer Aniston's acceptance speech because he was backstage when she won Mm -hmm. and there's not one like that backstage area I've been there so many times Mm -hmm. at the SAG Awards it's absolute mayhem Right, it's absolute mayhem. There's one hallway in and one hallway out to where they come down off the stage. They do their big press conference interviews, then they go to these little one-on-one rooms, and it's yeah. chaos. And in this shot where Brad Pitt is just standing there watching Jennifer Aniston on the monitor, he's alone, and there's like oh, nobody really? around him within 15 feet because ev- nobody wanted to ruin the shot. Right? right. I nobody, was just gonna say nobody wanted like, to ruin that shot. Did they? capture a moment where it was like a millisecond where either somebody had just walked out of the frame or someone was just about to walk into the frame and it was just like that perfect that perfect photographic moment no. where literally nobody else was around. Yeah, there's nobody around and not even a publicist. Like, like nobody came to grab him. Nobody nobody came and be like, oh my God, hey, congratulations. Like, he's backstage. He's the most yeah. famous person in the world, right? And he's backstage and he just won his award and he's standing there watching Jennifer Aniston do her speech and everybody was like, if somebody ruins this right now, yeah, I swear to God, Sit you on fire, and the whole speech happens, and he just and he stands there and watches it. Yeah, it was crazy. And then they hugged backstage, and there was like a moment, and their hands touched, but like they weren't holding hands. You make such a huge deal out of everything, but uh, but no, people went in on Brad for that speech last night. Really, they went in on him. Yeah, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello. Hey, it's Razamoka. What's your name? <laughs> my name's Jamie. Jamie, what's going on, dude? Good, good. I'm just on my way to surgery. Yeah, so oh, Jamie texted geez. us saying that he's on his way to surgery. He loves listening to the show, and he's excited that he'll be able to listen to the entire morning show for the next six weeks. So yeah, the um, entire show in Toronto airs uh, 6 to 10 a.m. Monday to Friday. What surgery are you having today, Jamie? Uh, I'm having a bone spur cut off my, uh, my large toe. Uh, which has been pretty painful in my uh, my work boot. As I usually listen to you guys in the morning, unfortunately, I have to stop listening to you guys right after the Rosin Mocha cheer. Okay, hold on. Okay, explain to people first of all. Uh, Maury, come in here for one quick second. While you are explaining what a bone spur is to people, because I've heard that term before, I've never heard it before. Right? So while you're explaining to people, Maury, open your phone right now. Open your phone right now. Uh-huh. Okay, go to Google. Uh-huh. Type in bone spur. And then click on images? And then click on images. Oh, dude. I just ate. Okay, so explain to people what that is. Okay, so I guess what you call it, like the knuckle of the big toe, right where it connects into the the, the foot. Yeah. Um, I've got this huge, it's about the size of half a golf ball cut in half, oh. and it's on top of there, and it's essentially where the bone has started to grow abnormally. Is a bone on top of a bone? No, it's just a bone growing big and going out of shape and it's now limited the motion that i have right where my big toe connects to my foot is it painful a a little bit like bending and stuff like i usually i I spend a lot of time on one knee um at work (laughs) uh when i i know (laughs) 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 and 
And and when it's in that position, like when the when the toe has to bend, it, it, it can be quite painful. Yeah, um, yeah. I usually does have a it, bit of a hobble to me when I get out. Yeah. Does it hurt to like to to walk? Sometimes it, it's more of just a pain that's always there. If you yeah. rub it, is it hard? <laughs> like Shut a up. rock. Shut up. Like, like a rock, huh? Can you still wear like boots or sneakers or anything like that? It's very difficult. I'm already a 14 extra wide Whoa. and now finding finding shoes that then accommodate. So hold on, the teachers are striking and we want to honk our horn for support. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> It's very, it, it's it's hard. It's painful, and it, yeah, shoes have be are starting to become uh, difficult to purchase. I think we should do like some sort of telethon, or like, how do you bring awareness to bone spurs? Uh, I have no idea. Like, can actually. we eradicate them? Like, is this a thing that we can maybe by eliminating bad genes? Well, hold on a second. What are you talking about genes now? No, uh, not, not, oh, not dead genes. genes. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Not like. Levi's? Rod, Rod, you can't set yourself up like that. You Yo, Jamie, so so how long does the surgery take? Um, I have to be there at 9.30. Uh, yeah. The surgery starts at 11.30, and they said by 1 o'clock I should be good to go home. Do you know what they do? Like, do you know what the procedure is? I have a picture of the procedure. I, 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 I have no idea. Like, I'm, I'm they, assuming they're going to go in there and, and They didn't tell my, you my before? My right, wife go show that to me they're going to go in there with a, with a belt sander. Hold on, do they put you under? Or are you awake um, for the whole thing? They're going to give me uh, an anesthetic for my foot so I don't feel anything. And then the nurse said that they're going to uh, make me extremely groggy. That, that noise you just heard, by the way, if you're listening, was Mocha's face hitting the microphone because Maury's showing him pictures of the procedure. Yeah. Well, I, I'm hoping oh! you take pictures if I can. <laughs> oh, my God. Jamie, I hope you didn't Google image search the uh, the procedure before going in today. No, I have not. I'm going to do yeah, it after. No, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't, 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 don't. All Pretty right. Uh, all right, Bone Spur. <laughs> well, <laughs> all the best to you, brother. Thank you so much for your text, and thank you for listening to the Raza Mocha Show. No problem. Are you guys going to ask me who I like better? I was just going to say, before we let you go, Jamie, between Raza Mocha, who is your favorite? Uh, it's hands down, it's Raz. Oh, look at that. Why? Um, you know what? Every time he tells a story about Roxy, it kind of uh, tickles my heart. Is I, I, I have a, a, a daughter that's uh, probably about a year or two younger. Nice. Um, he's just a great dad, and, and I, I definitely enjoy all his uh, family and uh, dad stories. Also, hard as a rock, know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Love you lots, Jamie. Take care, bro. Cheers, buddy. Thanks, guys. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. See online... Vancouver and like Vancouver and people in Alberta going at each other. <laughs> no, oh, the weather. Were they beefing? Yeah, oh, there was really? like one exchange. It was like, oh yeah, it's cool to laugh at us in Vancouver about the snow and all, but then at least we don't. And it was like this long, oh, God. blah blah oil, blah blah economy, oh, blah blah God. forcing workers, blah blah blah. Let's just call it, and then it said, let, <laughs> let's just call it even, okay? Yeah. Like, oh, God. Right. Okay. So, it, like, it, <laughs> oh, God. you know, it's like when people start having these discussions of like, you know, the, 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 the who's got it worse discussion. Yeah. You know, like who's the, big, who's the, who's the bigger victim? Yeah. And you, when, especially when it starts with snow, you know what I mean? Sure. It's like, don't take it so seriously. I know. Like, it's okay. I would have, like, I would have loved to have seen those two provinces go at each other, like in a fun way. You know what I mean? Let me read you this. Snowball fight snowed out in Canada. 
Hold on, what? Organizers of Wednesday's annual campus-wide snowball fight at the University of British Columbia would have been thrilled by the epic snowfall that blanketed their corner of Canada. Wait, where's this Tuesday night and Wednesday? I don't from? know. The States? I don't know. Oh, uh, they're going to laugh at us so hard, bro. I know. The snowball fight, which attracted some 3,000 snowball fighters, was postponed because too much snow. <laughs> the event was rescheduled for yesterday afternoon in order to ensure participants could arrive safely. But like, so, but really, what is too much snow? Like too much snow for Vancouver? For them, yes, it's a sliding right? scale. Or too much snow, like what they like what they got on the far east coast, Bro. like in Newfoundland, right? Bro. Last week or whatever, dude. Yeah, no. Like that is too much snow. That's too much snow. Okay. Yes, but they're prepared. They have winter tires in Newfoundland. People don't have winter tires in Vancouver. Like the light dusting in Vancouver. Yes. I'm okay with. Yeah. They're not yeah. for obvious reasons. Right. Like they got one snowplow, right? This guy Rick drives it. <laughs> you know? And Rick snowplow. He's, he's been dealing with IBS and he's going through a divorce and like everything else, right? Poor, Poor guy. <laughs> you know? He's going through a real rough time right now. Nobody else is licensed to drive the truck. <laughs> so they gotta, they gotta wait, right? Kidney stones and everything else. This guy's uh, going through a real rough patch. So we got to send like drivers from Ontario. Yeah. So we sent flowers. (laughs) 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 Feel better, Rick. (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Got to go to New York on Friday. What? I got to go to New York on Friday. New York. (laughs) You think when anyone uh, gets off the plane in New York, anyone ever does that? Has um, ever done that? Maybe. <laughs> like at least one person when they get off a I'm flight. I'm sure they do. I get off flights all the time in places, and I love when people are really excited because traveling is just lost on me now. I don't enjoy it at all. You just do it so much. Yeah, right? I, I don't get excited about going places anymore, and it's rare that I go to a place that I you haven't try it. that I haven't been just to see. Yeah, but like I how also, it makes you feel? But step I, off that plane yeah. and you put both arms out to the side. New York. But I also don't get pissy when things don't go my way, right? Like I'll be in an airport and the flight will be delayed and then delayed again and then possibly canceled. And I just sit there on my phone. Like I don't care, right? Because you can't control the situation. Because I'm going there for work. Right. Where everybody else is losing their mind because they've booked vacation time. They've paid for the package. They've got a hotel. They have plans. They got Broadway tickets. They have all this stuff and it's very stressful for them. But I just don't care. So even even when things don't go right, I can't tell you the amount of times I've gone to the airport, sat there for three hours only to get in a car and go back home. Oh, Right? I guess if you have your phone. <laughs> like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, if, if, if everything goes to hell, it makes no difference to me when I travel. Um, I go to the lounge. I have a few drinks. I show back up home. Catherine's like, hey, what happened? I'm like, one, my flight was canceled. Two, I'm a little bit drunk. <laughs> <laughs> right? Don't ask me any more questions. <laughs> don't ask me any more questions. We'll talk tomorrow. Um, what are you going to New York for? Uh, what, uh, what's the junket? What's the press junket? I, I think you don't maybe know. the sequel to All the Boys I Loved Before on Netflix. Isn't that one again? I don't know. Not one hundred percent sure. Oh, the kid that's going to play He Man. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. Uh, that guy, Centioni or yeah, whatever yeah, his yeah. name is. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah, so yeah, I think I'll go. Love to, him. I think I'll go talk to that dude. Uh, but yeah, no uh, traveling because I was watching the uh, the footage last night of Harry getting off the flight in Victoria. Mm-hmm. 
were like, he gets off the flight. And I got to find out if this is normal for people. It is normal for people? Come on. What? Where Harry got off a WestJet flight in Uh Victoria from London. And like the doors opened on the plane and he walked down the stairs and his uh, van was right there waiting for him. That's not normal. Yeah, that's not a normal That's life. not normal. Well, who took him through immigration then? What, they bring the Nexus machine to the to no, his minivan? That's no. not portable. That's not portable. Not portable. That's not safe. No. There's absolutely no not. way. That's special treatment. Come on. It's normal for you to debark the plane on the stairs on the tarmac. Did you say debark because your mouth is full of food right now? Or is that what you think the word actually is? <laughs> is it not? You debark the plane. <laughs> yep, it is. <laughs> Thank you for your contribution, Dan Warren. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello? Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. Hey, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good. Okay, what's your name? Trish. Roz, you are going to love this text. <laughs> That Trish sent to us. Okay. I know Roz hates to hear about dreams, but I just had oh, to quickly for share. God's sake. Because mine was so weird. I had a dream with Mocha, Roz, Roz's daughter Roxy, and Roz's girlfriend Catherine the other night. Mm. I have no idea why. It was just weird. So Trish, context, please. I ha- I have no idea what I was doing there. It was it was all for Roxy, and <laughs> it was some movie kind of thing. We were just trying to make sure Roxy was having the best time. I have no idea what the hell I was doing in that movie or not dream. Like, I invited you to my kid's party? No. It was just, I was part of it. I have no idea oh, why. like you were family? Like, like, we've been hanging together forever kind of thing. Oh, I, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> like, you're just, like, you're one of us. Yeah. Yeah. So what was happening at the party, though? Do you remember? Was it a birthday? You said it was a celebration for Roz's daughter, Roxy. Was it like a birthday party? It was an event. It was some, like, movie screening, and there was giveaways, and we were just trying to make sure she had, like, the best giveaways and the best seat and best everything. In your dreams, are you my assistant? No. I'm just, I just hang with you guys. You just hang with us. What was I doing there? You were being supportive as well, trying to make sure Roxy was having a fantastic time. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, I would do that though. Wow, your your dreams are very, uh, very much about like. I see this. I'm sorry, I can't fake interest in this. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was thinking. I'm just trying to think of words right now, yeah. but I'm literally just going to start saying words right. to make it myself seem interested. All right, well, Trish, thank you very much for sharing your story. <laughs> <laughs> You're the you best. Have a great day. I love you. You didn't uh, ask me who my favorite was. Oh Between no. Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Easy peasy, hands down, Mocha. That's because I'm interested in your dream. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because Roz loves himself so much he doesn't need anymore. Wow. Damn, girl. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> in your face, buddy. <laughs> wow. Thanks, Trish. You're welcome. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Shovel three times on Saturday. Did you really? Yeah, I have the nicest drive. I have the nicest looking driveway in the whole neighborhood. I, I committed. I committed because when but I, I first went the out, first one, yeah, because the, the first easy, one right? was just volume, but it was super light. Yeah, it was. And so I got rid of all that stuff, uh-huh. right? And then I'm like, okay, because it's gonna. I knew it was gonna warm up, so the snow's gonna get heavier. And then, uh, and then the second time I went out, it was like super heavy and the plow had already gone by the end of the driveway and but I was only out there for half the time everybody else was 
And then I went out later on in the, you know, first thing Sunday morning, just scraped it all up. Yeah. Put some uh, ice melter, put some ice melter down on it. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, I got a beautiful driveway. I didn't shovel once. No, because you live in a condo. But I went downstairs and I asked the super, I'm like, do you need, can I help? And he said, no, that you're a liability. Well, you're a liability, not just for that, though. We're <laughs> 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 sitting there. He's got the most confused look on his face right now. I'm like, Mocha's laughing. Shut <laughs> <should I?" laughs> No, I was out for, I didn't go out on Saturday. I just waited. You till, didn't? No. Nothing. I waited for wow. everything to finish. Good for you. And then yesterday, because the snow you was so plow, though. You got a snow I got a plow, though. You got a snow plow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was out there for an hour and a half, but like, even the like the snow plow on our in our neighborhood it went by on the streets, but the sidewalk one never went by. No. And I took the dog out in the like maybe five yesterday or four o'clock, and the sidewalks were still not done. So yeah. we spent most of our walk like having to walk on the street. Now, are you the guy in the neighborhood that does everybody's sidewalk for them? Because you got a snowblower or no? Just say No, we don't have a sidewalk on our side. Oh. Across the street. Oh. What do I gotta do it for? I don't know. Sometimes that's nice. I don't know any of my neighbors. Doesn't matter. I know the people across the street, and that's it. Help them out. For ne- what? Never do. Okay, I listen, man. I don't care. No, you, you do what you want to do. I'm not wasting my gas. <laughs> okay, on, on a city sidewalk. Let the okay. city pay for that. All right, fine. I you're supposed to, no, aren't you supposed to it's shovel your, your responsibility? Walk? Yeah. Yeah, but I don't have a sidewalk. Doesn't matter. They have. They they have to shovel. I have to shovel the sidewalk. Yeah. The city doesn't come and shovel the sidewalk. Sure, but like those people who live across the street or yeah. whoever, right? That have sidewalks. Why don't let you just? Them go why don't you do the nice thing though? You get the snowblower. Do they have snowblowers? I don't know. Oh. What if they're not capable of uh, doing no. theirs? I'll tell you this. Yeah. Majority of the people in the neighborhood they have um, they hire like a company, oh. a plow company oh, to you come live in a rich it. neighborhood, huh? So I'm not. Pfft. You're like the Kardashians that hired uh, private firefighters to put out the the wildfires. Hey, now. save the neighborhood. Do what you got to do to survive, <laughs> bro. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Last week. In Brampton, the gentleman that owned the $70 million winning ticket mm-hmm. for Lotto Max came forward. $70 million bucks. So much money. This past Friday, Lotto Max was $50 million. I missed and the boat on that. That ticket was sold in Vaughn. No. Yep. So if you bought your ticket in Vaughn, Jeez, Lotto Max, $50 million. Man. Chances are the person who has that ticket, they've checked already yeah. and they know and they are doing whatever it is they got to do yeah. before they come forward. But $50 million. It's bloody, honestly, it is so frustrating not winning. But how often do you buy a ticket? I'm now buying scratchers on a daily basis and I'm playing the lottery. It's my, I guess, New Year's resolution to play every week. You're That's using your, the lottery as a what? career goal? <laughs> no. Hold on, your no, New Year's resolution is to spend more money? <laughs> no, my New Year's resolution is to commit to win. Commit to win? Commit to win. By playing lotto every week. Yeah, because as Roz once said, you can't win if you don't play. Yeah, that's my advice. I'm the only one. <laughs> I'm the only one who's ever who's ever thought of that. <laughs> oh my god! In our house, it's also frustrating because you use the OLG app to check your ticket, but we don't believe when it says not a winner. So yeah. you still go out you and check. You don't believe because. 
We scanned it. It said not a winner. And Matthew's like, well, it could be wrong. Let's go oh, and like check. like a flaw with the app. Right? What if we're throwing out a winning ticket because we trust the app? Right. Yes. Uh, three other people in Mississauga, Oshawa, and Toronto won Hundred thousand dollar encore, prizes. and you're welcome because, like, I gave them money. Jeez, man, you can't win if you don't play. I think that you're going at lottery all wrong, more. I don't think that you. I really don't think, especially with your financial situation, you can't use lottery as a career path. Yeah, like you just. But we've already earmarked what the money's for. Uh, no, I get that. I understand that. We've and what, like cars. you're spending it already. You well, have no, like we can't get a new couch, we can't you know renovate the I, den unless we I, win. I can't have this conversation anymore, Maury. You make really good money. It's true. Like, you really do. Pay very well. No, but seventy. Like the million. idea that you can't have things in life is ludicrous to me. Yeah, you bought a condo at the right time to buy a condo. You work full time. Your husband works full time. You have no children. You have one car. Like you should be able to afford things. You're not. You should not be going without anything. We bought nice sheets. I ruined them with foot cream. <laughs> <laughs> Bras and mochas fix my life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is. My question is. Got a problem you can't fix? Bras and mocha got you. Yo, Puna. Hi. How are you? We're good. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm just school setting the classroom. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us on Raza Mocha's Fix My Life. Yeah, you wrote us this. Raza Mocha Fix My Life. I have two kids from my first marriage. My son moved out, but my daughter still lives with us. My boyfriend is a nice guy, but he and my daughter are nonstop nagging about each other to me. Uh, it's too much for me, and I have to calm them both down nonstop. Uh, how can I manage to get them to talk to each other without arguing? all the time how long have you so the boyfriend lives in the house with you and your daughter yeah we lived together for around six years oh uh, wow, wow. Damn. Uh, it's just my daughter and him yes yeah, what how old is your daughter my daughter is, uh, is 24 24 what's she still doing living yeah. at home <laughs> she's still home my wow. son is 22 but my daughter is still downstairs in the basement okay. and a uh, couple of questions here what is your daughter's relationship with her biological father uh not very good okay that's a huge problem yeah. right yeah um and when he left what were the circumstances of the breakup uh it was okay we divorced but we're still friends me and him were more friends than my daughter and him okay uh, so but you're yeah he's you're, back home he's not here so he's did not your, in the picture really did your daughter take it hard I think. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to yeah. say she did. So uh, I wonder if she's taking a lot of her anger out on the fact that she doesn't have a relationship with her dad uh, yeah. out on your your boyfriend? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. And I think I think he she once told me I have daddy issue. Like yeah. she understand that. She knows oh, okay. that she has some I will, problem. You have to understand a couple of things here and when it comes to getting stepchildren and stepparents and everybody else to sort of get along. Uh, you have to go extra easy on your daughter, even though she's 24. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, because the thing that you have to constantly remind yourself of is this, okay? This mm -hmm. new living arrangement with the new guy, the boyfriend, everybody all in one house, this was your decision, not hers. Yeah, I know. This, yeah. this is your decision. So... And so much of this is on you, okay? This isn't you just being like, hey, guys, work it out. Although at 24 years old, they're two grown adults 
Uh, if they can't sit in the same room together, what are you going to do? What are you going to do when your kid's 24 and they don't get along with somebody? Are you going to tell them to be nice? But Puna, is your yeah. boyfriend, like, is he nice to your daughter? Like, does he, he try is. to? Yeah, it's so funny that both are nice, like, they bought each other, like, gifts. They take care of each other. Like, my daughter sometimes, I'm like, what's wrong with him? Is he okay? Or my boyfriend always like, take care of this, take care of this. But when it becomes to very small little thing that mother and daughter or father and daughter can fight and it's done after that, they make it a big deal. And I know sometimes she said that, he's not my dad. Why he's talking to me like that? Uh. But... Like, you can you give us an example dad? of the last time that they fought? What was it about? Oh, very easy. Like, why you didn't bring up your dishes? Okay. Like, downstairs, what's going on? And then, so she was like, I'm grown up. I know what to do. He's not my dad. Why are you talking to me like that? I was like, he's wow. right, you know? Listen, if she's That's 24 years old, still living at home, and she's leaving the dishes in the basement, she should, as a grown adult, bring her dishes upstairs. Yeah, but as Ross said, I... I feel like, oh my God, maybe I shouldn't do that. Maybe I shouldn't even get close to this guy. This to me and what they fight about, okay? This doesn't seem to me like it is any sort of stepfather, stepdaughter exclusive, okay? What they're fighting about are normal things that any parent fights with their kid about. She just happens to be 24. So when you're living in the house with another adult who is a slob, this isn't a kid who you're, you know, her new stepdad or her mom's boyfriend is going to go pick up for volleyball in grade eight, okay, where he can yeah. be encouraging and he can give her space and he can be empathetic and he can be all those things. Uh, this is an adult living with another adult who's a slob, okay? So your daughter, first thing she has to do is just take responsibility for everything that she does because she's in yeah. that house and she can't do stuff out of spite. And if she at 24 leaves her dishes downstairs and your boyfriend is like, hey, man, can you just bring your dishes up? She can't at that point pull the you're not my dad. Yeah. Doesn't work true. that way. And also, these are normal fights that, like, parents have with their grown kids, mm-hmm. whether, yeah, whether they're then, stepdads or not. Yeah, but at the end, if anything happened between them, I don't know what to do. Like, if the fight gets bigger and bigger, and then I... Well, tell them they got to figure it out. They're both adults. <laughs> Like you could, you, you have a lot of responsibility when your kid is 16 and then you're living with the boyfriend and you know, there's so much that can go wrong, but also there's a million examples of when things can go right. Okay. Um, that's a, that's a big job for a parent, but I don't know how you force your 24 year old daughter to get along well with your, with your boyfriend. I don't know. You know, you have to live a life. You got to find love. You need somebody in your life who finds you sexy and wants to make out with you. And you are deserving of whatever happiness you can scrape together. Okay. Yeah. And he's he's the one for me. There you go. Puna, tell your adult daughter to grow up. Yeah. I'll I'll say this. Any rules that you, any rules that have to be laid down in the house need to come from you and not Mm -hmm. from him. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. anytime there needs to be a new rule, hey, new rule, always bring your dishes up. That rule comes from you to your daughter, not him to your daughter. Yeah. I would hammer home to your daughter that she's 24. Anytime there's bickering or nastiness or somebody's being rude or she doesn't want to do something or leaves her dishes around, you can tell her you're 24. I shouldn't have to tell you this because you shouldn't be acting like this. Yeah. Thank you very much. All Thanks, right, Puna. Love. love you lots. Thank you very much. Thank you. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. I want to go back to this uh, Meghan Markle, Harry, what do we call him now? Just Harry? 
Because you can't call him um, Prince Harry. Uh, no, they've dropped the Royal Highness. I think you can still yeah, call him. He's still, still a prince. Technically, he's still pr- a prince, right? Yeah. Because yeah. now that they've like separated themselves from all of that, it, that includes the money, right? Yeah. And Megan is now looking at this $27 million home estate out in D.C. Plus they have, so where's that money coming from, right? Plus they have to pay back for the renovations for their Frogmore home mm-hmm. in the UK. Mm-hmm. Where's that money coming from? Because it's got to come from them. Yeah, that was like a $3 million renovation. So we got a ton of texts. Harry inherited money from Diana. Somebody else said, Harry has money from his inheritance uh, and Meghan Markle has her own money. I don't know if she's got that much. I could be wrong. Meghan Markle doesn't have $27 million house money. Um, Diana left a ton of money to her kids when she died. It was invested for him and it's estimated to be worth around $35 million. Somebody else said $20 million. Somebody else wrote and said, yeah, $25 million. So it's all inheritance money. But even still, that doesn't give you $27 million house money. <laughs> I mean, not that they, they're going to buy it outright, but... Unless they guess, yeah, invested the money no, over the no, years. No, I guess you could. Right? To they, me, got, they, like, they have money people. No, I know. To they me, have to have like an accountant or something. Like, to me, the, even just the idea of a $27 million house is absurd. Oh, yeah, it's ridiculous. Are you like, kidding me? It's... What are the details on this thing? Hold on here. Like it's it's seven thousand square feet. That's fine, right? That's cool. Know, that's, that's a big, but big you're looking at six bedrooms and five bathrooms. Twenty seven million dollars. There's two of them and a baby. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know, I know. I why guess they, what? Why they're gonna they have need that much. Like, why not downsize and save some money? Are they gonna have save? Like, are they gonna like, have, have like some money for the kids' staff? future? Oh, they're gonna have tons of money. You don't have to do anything. If 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 he inherited. $25 million, they don't need to worry about money. That's just, you're just going to roll with that forever. Like, you're totally fine. But I guess to just take that money and dip, you know, I guess that's what you do. Is that yeah, a busy, you know? do you know that town or where they are? Like, is, that, is there going to be a lot of royal gawkers um, outside their gates? Well, what I do know is uh, there are right now guaranteed people from every gossip newspaper and legit newspaper from all over the UK they are all now getting a correspondent to go and live full time in Ooh, BC really yeah of course they will of course but they how will how long until that just wears off and they're just regular uh, people it'll ne- it, they'll it, never be regular people no it never. won't because they wow. they're still going to sell papers there Right, it's not about what they do here. People here may get used to it, and people here may sort of lose interest. There, they won't. That's at all. It'll, ne- it'll they, never they happen. They said that they're going to be able to live a normal life. They'll never be able to live a normal. No, life. there's no, there's no such thing. A, a more normal life, sure, yeah, but In not a, a twenty-seven million dollars. Not a home. yeah, not a normal normal life. Yeah, yeah, but that's like, 20- why they just get like a penthouse at a condo in Vancouver. I don't know. Because those maintenance fees. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello? Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. No way. Yeah. What's your name? Um, You guys are going to laugh at this one. It's uh, Shashank. Why would we laugh at your name? No, it's like Shashank Redemption. I get that all the time. Oh, Shashank. Like Shashank. Shashank Redemption. Ah. The Shashank Redemption. (laughs) Yes, that's the one right there. Love it. All right. Shashank. Shashank? Shashank. 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 Well, you know what? In any way, it does go Shashank. But like yeah. growing up here, we you know for like two decades, like Shashank, Shashank, Shank. 
Yeah, man. Let's All do right. it. Shank yeah. sent this uh, text to us. Mm-hmm. Started listening to the Ronza Mocha Show podcast mid-December. I've binged through 44 episodes now and can't stop, won't stop. Y'all are the <laughs> funniest. Now I'm just confused. Do I start from the latest podcast and go older so mm-hmm. I can hear about up-to-date stuff or keep it old and go towards new? So, prior to discovering the Ronza Moga Show podcast, had you yeah. listened to the actual live radio show that airs Monday to Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. in Toronto? Yeah, random times when I used to take the train, I would sit here in the morning. It okay. Was then. Yeah. And then you only discovered that we had a podcast last month. Yeah, because I used to drive a lot for work. So I'm like, okay, let me see something interesting because they're the podcasts or whatever. But okay. Since I caught on to you guys, you two and then Maury, it was just, it was just killer. Okay. It's been killer. My drives have been amazing since then, yeah. All right, so you're 44 episodes deep. We now mm-hmm. have 130 episodes of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Good to go, yeah. Did you, so, did, you, did, did you start at one? I started at one. Okay. Then oh, just keep yep. going at one. Yeah. Because there are, I like, and I don't want to, there's spoilers. <laughs> like, if you started in the later ones or just started doing random podcasts, like, you may, you may yeah. spoil something that you may really well, enjoy early something. on. Because there might be something that we said, like, in recent episodes that reference something in episodes that you have yet to listen to that you're probably closer to right now. Yeah. See, I agree. My only thing was, what about the stuff that's going on nowadays around the world or music or movies and everything just, else? Then, like, then you got to catch up, man. Oh, it's like, I only have like two hour drive. It's like, your podcasts are like two or two and a half hours what, long. Like, are you, what are you, are you married? No, single. You got a family? I live at home with my parents. Then my what's sister, your problem? Yeah. Just binging through it all, but it's like, I feel like I'm missing out on, you know, the formal kick. Yeah, so like listen, Shank, you listen in the car, <laughs> then you got to yep. listen when you get home. Listen at night, listen in the morning when you wake up. Yeah. Actually, no. Listen, know, to, the, listen to the live radio uh, show when you wake up. Yeah. Mm. yeah okay, that's not a bad idea. Listen to Listen to Listen to I know, no spoilers, no spoilers. No spoilers, no spoilers. That's the thing, you know what? He won't read, okay, hold on, stop. Say that again, Ross. No spoilers. Okay, so you won't understand why Roz said no spoilers no that spoilers. way. No spoilers. Now, without going back and listening to previous episodes of the podcast, understand why he said it like that. Yeah. Because there's a specific agree. reason. Okay. You know so, what? I'm going to continue going from 44 onwards. So yeah. Now. yeah. Or else, no spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> I know, because I was listening to one of the podcasts and it goes ahead one. I'm like, wait, I think I missed something in the previous podcast. Yeah. Because Apple skipped it by accident. I'm like, ah, oh, I got to go back a uh, little bit. And come on. All yeah. Right. But now I know it's better not to miss any spoilers. Yeah. Thanks See? Calling, guys. You got it, right. man. You're welcome. Hey, yeah, Shake. <laughs> Yo, man, before we let you go, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Oh, man. Roz don't kill me, but it's got to be Mocha because of his laugh. <laughs> I think that I come off even worse on the podcast. What do you mean? Because no. so here's here's my no. theory. Here's my theory. There's a lot of people who've been mm-hmm. calling saying that they the majority of the time that they listen to us is from the podcast, yeah, not from the actual show. I think that when people right. listen to the podcast where there is no music, there's no commercials, where it's just this, yeah, I think it's too much me. I think, think so. I think so. Yeah, I think that I think that people may appreciate me, but they also really appreciate the break from me. So wait, no. am I getting the no. pity vote then? Is no, what you're saying? No, you're tolerable <laughs> is what I'm saying. Oh. I'm starting to think that because the people who call up and say that the majority of the show that they listen to is the podcast, when yeah. you ask them who their favorite is, never do they say me. Oh, Never, right. never. Well, I don't know, man. No, I, I got to say that like the trio is amazing between the two of you guys. It's like Roz, I'm like, I was talking to Sisha, I'm like, if they call one day, 
I have to go with Mocha because of his laughing. It's just so funny. And I laugh the same way. I'm like, I gotta go with Mocha. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Still live with your parents. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't live with my parents anymore. <laughs> soon, soon enough. You know, hopefully when I get married, then I'll move out. All right, Shawshank. Thank you so All much, right. brother. We appreciate you, man. All right. Thanks a lot for the call, guys. Have a good day. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, let me read you this. The last sort of film award show is the Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. And they ran an article yesterday talking about, I love these. It's when Academy members anonymously say why certain people didn't get nominations. Ooh, okay. And they focused on the real big snubs that everybody thought were shoe-ins, which were Adam Sandler and J-Lo. Yeah. So let me read you this. In a new, uh, in, a, in an article for the New York Post, Academy members addressed some of the biggest snubs among this year's Oscar nominees. Talking about Adam Sandler, they say this, that performance was a tour de force. He's emerging as a truly great actor, but then he does cheesy Netflix comedies that are really dumb. What? There are a lot of movies, a lot of performances per year for us to watch. Unfortunately, actors become brands. Sandler's brand doesn't scream Oscar, but Leo DiCaprio's does. Oh, man. There was an arrogance to Adam Sandler. There's a lack of respect. Meaning, because he he did an interview with Howard Stern where he said, hey, listen, if I don't get an Academy Award nomination, I'm just going to go right back and do a dumb movie and, huh. and make all these people pay. Yeah. Then they go on to talk about J-Lo. They say, first off, Hustlers is not an Oscar movie. It's a little too rough around the edges. And I'm assuming some of the other people in the acting category didn't see it. This from a longtime Academy Award member. Florence Pugh seems to have gotten the J-Lo spot. Maybe because Little Women is a prestigious movie and she's a bright new star. Florence Pugh's amazing in that movie, by the way. Uh, Actors tend to think of Jennifer Lopez as a phenomenon more than an actress per se. It's like last year when Lady Gaga lost the Oscar to Olivia Wilde, a real actor's actor. Ooh. Or Olivia, Olivia Coleman. Sorry, Olivia Coleman, a real actor's actor. Uh, in the acting branch of the Academy, by the way, there's 1,324 voting members. So J-Lo was never going to get the Academy Award nomination and neither was Adam Sandler. Like oh, it, wasn't even no. in the, it wasn't even in the cards for them when you, when you start listening to these stories. And it's so crazy how like at the beginning... You know, we've always said, like, at TIFF, when everyone was praising... Both movies. Both movies. Yeah. And they were all saying, oh, these movies are, and these actors and actresses are shoo-in for nominations. But if you you would think that you would do it on, like, I don't, I I find these two things differently. I find Adam Sandler in Uncut Gems and J-Lo in Hustlers to be slightly different because... I just don't think J-Lo was an Academy Award performance where you could argue that Uncut Gems and Adam Sandler was an Academy Award performance. It was the kind of movie that they love, but they just hate that Adam Sandler does bad comedies for Netflix. Like they hold that against him. Like you're not allowed to do both. That movie that he did with uh, Jennifer Aniston was amazing. (laughs) It was so funny. I know. I know. What's the name of it again? Um... Murder Mystery. Murder Mystery. Yeah. It was so... I love that movie. Yeah, and the problem... So what? They're mad that he does movies like that? They're mad that he... Well, I don't know if they're mad that he does Murder Mystery. I think that they're mad that he does Who's Your Daddy. 
and like Jack and Jill and, <laughs> and Jack and Jill like and all, and all yeah, that stuff, okay. right? I think that they don't want to reward that behavior. <laughs> yeah, but that's his comedy, though. Man. I know. Like, I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm with like, you on that. He's got fans that love yeah. movies like that. And Adam Sandler does have another gear, and every now and then he decides to show that other gear, and he's really, really good at it. Yeah, but he doesn't pander to people. Right, he just Poor goes. Guy, right, he just goes right back and does dumb comedies, and they and they make him suffer for it. So they, they make they, him pay. They judge him for his overall body of work as yes. opposed to one single film. Because here's the thing, right? They don't know what Adam Sandler's working on. What if they give him an Academy Award nomination? Yeah. Okay, for uh, Uncut Gems, and then like the day or the week of the actual Academy Award, uh, the Academy Awards, he releases some god awful. Like a trailer for Don't Mess With The Zohan 2. Two, yes. <laughs> By they the don't... way, that first one, I love. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Salad, yummy, yummy. Fruit salad. Yummy, what in the hell? Oh, it's the Wiggles. Fruit yes, man. Yummy, yummy. Yummy, 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 yummy. Fruit salad. Today. Uh-huh. It's See, I'm uh, I'm way out of my Wiggles years now. I've forgotten all this stuff. Now, Wiggles is still very big in oh, our house. I can only imagine. Cruz is uh, almost three years old. Still yeah. very much into the Wiggles. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw this over the weekend, though. So, with everything happening in Australia. Fires. Where the Wiggles are from, mm-hmm. uh, they wanted to do something to give back and help raise some money. So what they did was got the original gang, the original Wiggles, back together for a big concert on. Oh, it was on really? Friday huh? night, yeah. yeah. And all the proceeds were going to go to uh, to like fire, like various organizations, sure. yeah. right? Yeah. And at the end of the show, and yo, this concert looked like. First of all, it was sold out. It was packed, right? Yeah. And it was a bunch of like, I didn't see any kids there. No. It looked like all adults were there. Sure. And it looked like any, I don't know, like rock concert that you would see at any stadium across the country. Yeah. But it was just the Wiggles singing stuff like Fruit Salad, Yummy right. Yummy. <laughs> and at the end of the show, they all, they're getting off stage and the fans are cheering because you think that they're going to come back out for an encore, believe it or not, right. at a Wiggles concert. And one of the uh, original Wiggles, the yellow Wiggle, Greg, I guess as he was leaving the stage, he collapsed. Oh, Jesus. And this is what happened at the show. Um, guys, we, I think we're going to end it there. Greg's not feeling real well. He's, um, I think he's going to be okay, but um, uh, he's not feeling real well, so I don't think we can go on with another song. So then they leave. I think he's going to be okay. God, yeah. you tell fans that? I think he's going to be okay? Because they had no idea. Oh, Turns out, Jesus. Greg, the yellow, original yellow wiggle, mm-hmm. that was Anthony, by the way, the blue wiggle that made that announcement. Turns out he had a heart attack. Oh, God. As soon as he got off that stage. Heart From attack. what? Just so, like, I guess you don't know. No idea. Uh, so David Mori talked to Anthony, the Blue Wiggle, to get a status update on Greg. Greg was uh, doing the show. We had, we had two sold-out shows, uh, all the proceeds going uh, to help the, the firefighters in the, um, the major bushfires we've had around Australia. And uh, it was a really incredible show. All these people who originally grew up with the Wiggles, you know, they're all adults now and they're in their 
uh, having a great time. Uh, end of the show, Greg just takes a few steps and collapses, and uh, um, we didn't know what was going on. And then uh, about five minutes later, uh, maybe less than that, um, we realised he was really seriously ill, and um, that's when CPR started and things like that. Because we had a packed out show, the ambulances couldn't uh, get through for a, about 15 minutes, and um, so our drummer and one of our uh, uh, people at our office and uh, a nurse in the audience and a doctor in the audience and a firefighter who was there, they basically just kept the CPR going and uh, they revived him. But Greg, our original wiggle singer, was gone for all intents and purposes um, if, if he hadn't been uh, revived. He's doing really well now. Um, they put a stent in, in his heart, and look, not it's not... That doesn't always happen for people who've had a heart attack. It's not always possible. But because of the CPR, they got straight onto it. Um, and he's got the stent in, and now he's doing really, really well. Jeez, man. Isn't that crazy? That's nuts. Poor Wiggle. I know. Right? So much love going out to our friends, the Wiggles. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. There will be no class today at public elementary schools in Toronto. Really? Is that true? Yeah, man. Doing that again? York Region and <laughs> Ottawa. Um, God, it's crazy. What do you do? I was talking to a bunch of people yesterday who had their kids at work. Really? Yeah, what are you going to do? There's Stop. nothing open. It's too expensive to put them somewhere. And they're only offering parents 60 bucks a day. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, that's the kickback? Dude. 60 bucks? Your compensation, yeah. Jesus. But here's my question. Yeah. If the province has the money mm-hmm. to give all the parents mm-hmm. $60 a day, yeah. why don't they just take different all that money, money? Different money. And give it to the teachers? That's nah, different money. Different money. It makes no sense to me. Different money. Yeah, but money's money. Why do you have money to buy groceries but not your kid an iPad? Because my kid doesn't need an iPad. But, uh, there you go. <laughs> you just answered the question. What, teachers don't need that money? No, no, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that's the rationale. Idiots. You calling me an idiot? No, not you. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Not you and not the teachers, okay? No, I know. It's a very very complicated, it's a very complicated situation. But uh, like, I don't mean what the fight is. I mean, why there is money for certain things and why there's no money for other things. Why, you know, that's the, the giant argument is like, you know, how do we have no money for you know the the homeless and affordable housing and no money for Canada's vets but yet foreign aid is astronomical numbers you know Millions, like yeah. who knows who sure. knows yeah it's it's a, that's an argument it'll make you mad lying in bed thinking about all that stuff I with, saw uh, uh, was coffee shops in Toronto offering teachers on the picket lines free coffee and tea yesterday yeah. which I thought was real nice yeah. do you drink tea I do you do what yeah. kind of tea do you drink I don't mind uh, whatever's in the house. Really, like, like, but like a caffeinated tea or a non-caffeinated tea? Both. You do. Yeah, huh? depends on the time of the day. What do you put in it? I haven't, uh, had, a, I haven't had a tea, and I don't know. It's like long. a regular, like red rose tea. I put yeah. milk. Other than that, just nothing. Because like a chamomile, a, real... a nice chamomile tea. Yeah, Ooh, baby. Really, yeah. I like yeah. a ja- every night jasmine tea. What's in jasmine tea? It's a green tea, so it's t- full of caffeine. Oh yeah, but oh, jasmine tea oh, is the no, best. Oh no, I can't. And I, in the morning here, I'll have green tea as yeah. well. A peppermint tea in the morning is very nothing, good Nothing, Nothing in it. But uh, so does that keep you up at night though? No. It doesn't? No. Really? No, nothing keeps me up at night. The latest in the Not day. Not even shame? 
<laughs> This whole thing was just to do that, by the way. <laughs> This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello. Yo, dog, happy birthday. It's Roz and Mocha. Oh, <laughs> What's up? Yo, what up, Holly? What up, what up, what up? What's your name? Aaron. All right, your lovely fiance reached out via DM and asked for us to give you a call for your birthday. Um, and she said that she was able to, to get you the day off yesterday from work so you guys can go on like a big birthday adventure. What is it that she had planned for you? So we went to, uh, we went to Pursuit OCR. It's like obstacle course thing. Yeah. I, I actually I mentioned it to her like a year ago that oh we should go whatever and then she I don't know she's she's amazing like that she she remembered yeah so she made you work she on your birthday <laughs> she worked on my birthday but that's okay uh-huh. that's okay that's, that's that's cool and we went to uh, we went to this. Uh, Italian place in Woodbridge because he loves Italian food. Oh, nice! Which oh. which restaurant? Uh, pizza Marconti. Oh, Via Marconti! Oh, they got yeah, some good yeah, pizza. Yeah. I love the pizza that from there. Good? Oh, so yeah. good! Yeah, Bro, delicious. Oh, it was so bomb! Yeah, right. So See, Aaron knows what's up. All right. All right. So, That's it. Yeah, man, it was a dope day. It was a dope day. Thanks for calling. Holy crap. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Yo, thank your, uh, thank your lovely fiance. I didn't get her name, by the way, because you never said it in the message that you sent to us. Oh, my name is Ayumi. Well, you guys have a wonderful day. Aaron, happy birthday, bro. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Thank I just want to say, I've been listening to you guys for like 10 years now. Wow, 10? Bro. Wow. So between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Ooh. Mine is Mocha, obviously. <laughs> Shush. Nobody asked you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I grew up in Scarborough. Yeah, but but I gotta say, my boy Dream Daddy Rod. <laughs> you know, Daddy he's Ross. a man. He's a man. <sighs> All right, you jerks. You guys have a wicked day. Happy birthday, Aaron. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Take care. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Are you ready now? Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Hey, Mocha. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha Show and Kiss 92.5 News Break. Uh, uh, somebody's suing Ariana Grande. For what? Ripping off seven rings. Didn't somebody try to sue her already? Well, she had to give up royalties from the uh, Sound of Music people. Mm. Right? Has it's my gloss, it's chopping. You like my hair, she thinks. So who's coming after her now? Somebody named Josh Stone okay, claims that uh, Ariana stole his sort of rhythm and flow and idea from his song. He goes by the name Dot, by the way, if you've ever heard of it. He wrote a song called uh, You Need It, I Got It in January of 2017, and this is that track. You need it, I got it. You want it, I got it. You need it, I got it. It's all for the profit. You need it, I got it. You want it, I got it. You need it, I got it. It's all for the profit. You sniff it or pop it. You want it, I got it. I'm going to say this. a thousand people have done this same thing because it's an easy flow. Uh, Josh Stone, a.k.a. Dot, if you're going to go after Ariana Grande, then you need to go after every single rapper that <laughs> right? has done this style of hip-hop for the past like, five years now. Even before that, that's just such a regular, like, yeah. 
melody. Like, it's crazy to me. Anyway, good luck with that, homie. Man. Uh, the Watchmen will not be coming back to HBO after its creator, Damon Lindelf, um, bailed. Really? Yeah, so during HBO's panel at the TCA Winter Tour uh, yesterday, HBO programming president Casey Bloys said that another season likely won't happen because Damon is not interested in doing another season. <gasps> uh, but didn't that show just get picked up for a bunch of... Uh, get, um yeah, Sorry, a bunch of nominations. Really, people really liked it, and they were hoping the original talk of the Watchmen mm. was that they had planned it to sort of pick up and be the next long-running series after Game of Thrones. Oh wow! That they were thinking that the fans, that the Game of Thrones fans, would sort of gravitate towards Watchmen. It's another sort of big epic based on you know graphic novels and, and mm. everything else. Uh, but the creator dipped. And he's like, listen, they can do it without me if they want to. And then... Are they going to do it, you think? <laughs> no, they already no. said they weren't oh, going to do it. No. I wonder so, if somebody like Netflix so specific or... to his vision. Would like Netflix or like no, Amazon pick no, it up? No, because he, the guy who created it and wrote it doesn't want to do it. Oh, he doesn't want to He do doesn't want to do it. The guy who created the show bailed on his own show. But what if somebody pays him a lot of money and says, hey... I don't think that HBO We'll do it gonna, and we'll get like a... He's... Listen... When somebody somebody, to when somebody has a hit show, do you know what kind of person you have to be to have a hit show that then goes off to get nominated for a bunch of awards and like nerds everywhere love it and you do one season and you're like, yeah, I'm done. It's not about money. Yeah. Like it's not about the money at that it's point. Not into it's it. about something else. It almost sounds like a giant troll job. The new movie, The Gentleman, starring Matthew McConaughey and Hugh Grant. It's the new guy, Richie Gangster flick. All Looks right. kind of cool. I'm down to see that. Uh, but the interesting story is that Matthew McConaughey and Hugh Grant became tight on set. So tight that Matthew McConaughey and Hugh Grant are setting up their parents. McConaughey's what? mom McConaughey's mom is 88. Yeah. Hugh Grant's dad is 91. And they set them up and apparently they're going out on a date next week. So there's a chance they could be stepbrothers? Yes. <laughs> Did we just become best friends? Yes. <laughs> McConaughey said next week they're supposed to meet. And what? We, and we probably won't see them for the rest of the night. What? <laughs> uh, Prince Harry and um, Meghan let go of their staff at Frogmore Cottage in the UK. <gasps> this was the house that the Queen gifted them to sort of call their own. Um, Your services are no longer needed. Two of the staff employed at Frogmore, a house manager and a cleaner, have been moved to Windsor Castle. Uh, other staff like chefs and maids who were only employed part-time, were told they were being let go and no longer needed. Oh. God, man, can you imagine that? You think that you got that cushy job, huh? You get, the, you get the job chefing or mating for a young royal couple in the brand new house or the brand new... You are like, I am in service to royals for life now. Yeah. I can yeah. keep a secret. I keep to myself. I do my job. Not racist. You're like thinking that's for life. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, look what happens. Off with their heads. Uh, but Meghan Markle uh, was, drove herself to the airport in uh, BC what? yesterday to pick up a friend. I think oh, a Pilates yeah? instructor maybe. And you have to figure that this is just part of it. Like, because she's got security with her. Like, there's a dude in the car with her, but she's driving. Mm -hmm. Doesn't even have tinted windows. Just driving but, around Van City like she's no driving, problem. and because right. you know, like, this is probably one of the things that she missed. Yeah, just right? driving. Driving. Yeah, you're right. Completely. Just going to drive to the airport to pick up my friend. Because you yeah. can't do that when you're at Frogmore. You don't get to do that. Did you stop off at like Starbucks or anything? 
I bet no, she misses that. There's just like simple drives and everything else. Big deal in the makeup world. Kat Von D has sold her cosmetics company. I had no idea she had a cosmetics company. Very popular. Really? Very popular cosmetics company. Mm, didn't know uh, she sold all of her shares of the cruel, cruelty-free cosmetic company Kat Von D Beauty back to her partners. She said that she's going to concentrate on new music and um, being with her kid and, of course, her shoe line. She says the transition for what? you, my loyal customers, will be seamless in order to avoid any confusion um, with such a big change. Kat Von D Beauty will take a moment and rebrand itself so you will start noticing the change from Kat Von D Beauty to KVD Vegan Beauty. So that's going to be the... Kat re- Von D, she's music now too? Yeah, she's doing. She's going to do music. Well, I'm going to tattoo. She, I don't think she tattoos anymore. Not no enough more. money in tattooing. Too much time and not enough money. Remember her show back yeah, in the day? Dude, I she had like three shows show. back in the day. I remember at the height, the popularity height of yeah. her tattoo show, I went to LA Yeah, and... Um, we drove by just to see where the, the shop was. Yeah. And the windows were all blacked out. I guess maybe they were filming that day. Yeah. And there was a lineup of people outside. Yeah. I don't know if they were waiting for appointments, waiting maybe to meet Kat Von D and like the rest of the tattoo artists or what. Just but to take it was a picture. Insane. Yeah, yeah, man. No, her stuff's at Sephora. Like people really oh, like it. That. Like it's a legit, it's, she's legit, man. She's been doing it for a long time. Uh, and Harry was uh, at a charity benefit over the uh, weekend and did a speech and spoke out about his decision. He mm. did not put this on Megan because okay. everybody's calling her Yoko Ono and everything else. He made this sound very much like it was his decision. It brings me great sadness that it has come to this. The decision that I have made for my wife and I to step back Ah. is not one I made lightly. It was so many months of talks after so many years of challenges. And I know I haven't always gotten it right, but as far as this goes, there really was no other option. Wow. What I want to make clear is we're not walking away. And we certainly aren't walking away from you. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Deborah Duggan, who was the head of the Grammys, was fired a couple of days ago. And the story is crazy. So this is from page six. Insiders tell page six that they suspect that the Grammys fired their first ever female boss in an attempt to silence her after she wrote a bombshell memo alleging misconduct inside the Grammy organization, including sketchy voting practices, financial mismanagement, and conflicts of interest. So they are saying there's like two sides now. There's her side and everybody else's side. And she's lawyered up now and she's the person she's hired, the lawyer she's hired, is the same lawyer who's repping Gabrielle Union with her fight from being kicked off uh, America's Got Talent. Wait, so she's working within the Grammy Grammy organization and she's writing like a tell-all? No, no. She's snitching on everyone? No, she wrote a memo to HR. Oh! While saying, she was the boss of the Grammys. Hey, here's what's going on. Saying, hey, here's what's going on. There's some sketchy stuff going inside this Grammy organization and after allegedly she wrote that memo, they fired her. I mean, sketchy voting practices is like, that's a, that's just about the worst accusation you can make yeah. against an awards show, especially something. Wait till all the like details, the Grammys. wait till all the details come out. If, I mean, I'm sure they will as to which uh, categories, 
artist. You'll never know. No, you'll, you don't think so? You'll never know. You'll never know. Uh, this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, question. Saucy. I saw this. Uh, are you a digital hoarder? A digital hoarder. A digital hoarder. They did a they did a survey yeah. and they found that fifty two percent of people have never deleted a single thing off their phone. That's not a picture, not an old app, a memo, an email, a DM, nothing. Yes, 50, I am. Fifty two percent of people. Because I'm lazy. Yeah. And I will tell you, I went. Three straight days a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Going through every single photo in my camera roll. Yeah. Deleting. And I got rid of over 5,000 just junk that I didn't really? need. Really? You deleted 5,000 pictures? Do you know how long that would take me? Yeah. Three I, don't days even think, I don't even think I have 5,000 pictures. I have on my, on my phone right now 1,100 videos, 1,615 selfies. Uh, three hundred. How many selfies? One thousand six hundred and fifteen selfies. Uh-huh. Self. How does it tell you that you've taken a selfie? What you go into f- your gallery and scroll down. Three hundred and thirty-four. They have those kind of analytics in there. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, boomer. Shut go to, up. Go to your gallery. Go to my gallery. Right now, scroll down. Right now. Scroll Where? Down. Scroll down. Okay. okay. There you go. Selfies. Oh, look at that. How many no, do you have? There's no way. How many? <laughs> says- <laughs> Come on, how many? No, that's not just selfies because these are pictures that I'm just in. How many? It says 1,300, but that's like 1,000 pictures of just like, that's like me and selfies. Catherine and yeah, selfies. Yeah, but you held it selfie and- style. You held it selfie style. Yeah, but this is going back to, but how Yesterday. far back does yours go? <laughs> yours probably goes back to Friday. When's your first picture from? Uh, scrolling all the way to the top. I looked super different. August thirty first, twenty thirteen. Oh yeah, I see you. You had an, you had a year on me. Mine's August tenth, twenty fourteen. Well, so you in theory have more selfies in less time. What do you mean? <laughs> well, no, you you've gathered. He's always taking selfies every day. <laughs> But it took you less time to get there. Yeah, because there's so many. <laughs> so many. <laughs> so many opportunities throughout the day. Yeah. Oh, look at me. <laughs> just, just stop. <laughs> Gotta get them angles. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna be here all day. Look at this. This is, thank you. I'm gorgeous. I'm gonna be here all okay. day with this right now. Maury. Looking oh, at this. Man. You never should have <laughs> This is the greatest gift you could have given me. You know what? He's scrolling me, me. Me, me, let, me, me. let me tell you something on a blue Monday. I encourage everybody to do this. Tell people how to do this again. More. You just go to your gallery and <laughs> no, scroll down. <laughs> Super Bowl tickets for this year could be the most expensive ticket for a Super Bowl ever. So this is according wow. to resale prices. Oh, okay. The demand, what people are willing to pay. Uh, right now, the average resale price for a ticket to see uh, the 49ers and the Chiefs is $6,232. What? That's about $1,000 higher than the previous record holder, Super Bowl 52. Six grand. Um, the lowest ticket price that you're going to find yeah. for resale as it is right now is $5,719. That's the- after fees, so don't worry about that. Okay, thanks. Uh, the most <laughs> expensive ticket is 19605 you get the play on the team? However, if you want to book the 22-person suite, oh, like a box. Okay, hold on. So the most expensive is what? 19 grand. So 19,000. Okay. Yeah. So 22 people, I'm going to say it's going to cost you 
like three hundred thirty-three thousand dollars. I was going to say hundred grand. Three hundred and thirty-three thousand dollars. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. No. Now, what is it? Because both teams, like it's been forever since either team has made the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's has a that's a that's a big reason for right? it. Right, huge has fan bases, everything else. Right. Um, Clearview is an app that oh. allows strangers to find your name and info what? with the snap of a picture. What? What if a stranger could snap your picture on the sidewalk when you're walking down the street, then use an app to quickly discover your name and address and other details? What? A startup called Clearview AI has made that possible. And it's an and the app is currently being used by hundreds of law enforcement agencies in the US, including the FBI. The app says that it works by comparing a photo to a database of more than 3 billion pictures that Clearview said that it scraped from Facebook, Venmo, YouTube, and other sites. It then serves up matches along with links to the sites where those database photos originally appeared. The Clearview app isn't currently available to the public. However, however, the Times and police officers and Clearview investors think that it will be in the future. Well, Meaning, can you trick it by growing a mustache? No, because if, if that picture exists anywhere, anywhere, like it doesn't, even, it doesn't even matter. If there's a picture of you online with a mustache, then it will get you. And it's eyes. It's always eyes and, yeah. f- and facial. That's scary. It's, there's it's no like, way. There's like, there's like, there's, there's like, they'll do like a hundred different points of your face. That they'll just they match have up. Similar technology, I guess, for the subways in New York. I saw in a documentary where but they could. This zoom is in. where you can do it. You can walk down the street and take a picture of somebody's face and put it in the app and then find out who they are. There's no way that the, this so, is like legal. There's no way this is going to be allowed to but be where released this is to the public. Awesome is if you set up a date. Like a, no, a be blind serious date. for a second. No, I'm serious. And you and you, nobody's showing up. You can check people's faces and see if the person's actually there. You're not taking this seriously. No, that's not how it works. You would have to see somebody and be like, "That person looks interesting." Take a picture of them, then you can find out everything about them. There's no way this will ever be allowed. That's I don't scary, know, man. man. That's I don't really know. Scary. I don't know. And now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. Yo, Andrew. Hello. What up, homie? I'm good. How are you? Good, buddy. All right. So this is a, a very special Ask Roz and Mocha because you, Andrew, get more than one question to ask. Why do you get more than one question? Because I tried taping with you guys live in studio and um, the file got corrupted and it didn't save. So. Oh. That's we're trying right. it again. That's right. You you were in here. <laughs> you came in to meet us, and we recorded a big thing with you, and it was uh, and it was awesome. And then I don't know what happened. We just, like it just didn't work. <laughs> okay, so uh, you got lots of questions, huh? Yeah. All right. Question number one: If you were to create a slogan to put on your license plate, what would it be? Jeez. If you were to create a slogan to put on your license plate, what would it be, Mocha? Wait, what's your answer, Andrew? Whoa, I haven't thought of that one. Aw, oh, dude, come on, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, if um, I had to have a slogan on a license plate, it would say, no jabronis allowed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mine would. I my- thought it was Ross. <laughs> this is cool, dude. 
Oh, you think mine should be smooth, cool, dude? Man, yeah, this is now hot, daddy Ross. No, I'm not. Um, also, it's dream, daddy Moore. If you're gonna do it, do it right. Okay. <laughs> Uh, stop calling me hot at work, man. It's super <laughs> That's weird. That's the slogan. No, it's super weird. It's highly inappropriate. No, I think that mine would just simply read jabroni. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Marty. I have a vanity plate. It's Smart 86 um, for my favorite show. No, like a slogan on your license plate. Like, you know, underneath where yeah. it reads like yours to discover and keep it beautiful. Yeah. And uh, Mine, mm -hmm. I think, would probably say something like, you can't win if you don't play. Ew. <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah. Ew, man. That you know can be what? a reference to so many things. Maury, we drive to work at like 4.30 in the morning every day. I'm not getting in a car with you and driving to the sketchy neighborhoods that we do if your license plate reads you can't win if or you don't play. doesn't get any gayer. Wow. What? <laughs> All right, Andrew. What, what was that answer? Okay. Uh, he, his, he, he said that uh, it doesn't get any gayer. Oh, wow. Yeah, exactly. What is your okay, next question, next, Andrew? Next question. Um, what was the weirdest punishment you had as a kid? Uh, Mocha's dad made, used to make him do extra math. Yeah, that was very weird. I wouldn't be able to do that. <laughs> um, when I, when I was bad in class, my teacher would give me what they call lines, where you, you have a sentence and you have to write it out over oh, yeah. and over again on a piece of paper. Yeah. So I would have to do that, get it signed by my parents, but when I would give the paper to my dad to have him sign it, he would then grab like more paper and say, oh, do no. it again. <laughs> Andrew, oh, no. Andrew, do you ever get punished? I don't know. Do I ever get punished? Sometimes. What, Sometimes. And, and what happens? Like, what's the punishment? Like, what are you not allowed to like, do? I just lose my video games for like a day or a week or something. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, there's two things that happened to my sister, Laura. Yeah. Right? She got, she was doing a spelling test or something in school and she spelled the word skeleton wrong. Yeah. And my dad, she forgot the letter T. Yeah. And my dad was so upset. Why? Just one letter. No, but he made her write it out on a piece of paper and then stand in the corner and continuously repeat the, the letter T. Oh, my God. <laughs> really? Yeah. So oh she's standing in the corner goodness. going, T, 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 T. <laughs> like that. <laughs> and another time, another time. I don't know what, what she did, but she got in trouble, right? And my dad, who was laying on the couch at the time watching television, yeah. told her she had to stand next to the couch and put her hand on the top of his head and don't move until he said it was okay for her to move. It was, it was, the period of time was so long, my dad started to nod off and fall asleep. Why though? What does that know. prove? I have no idea. I don't even know. Weird. That's super weird. Do you remember dude. any punishments as a kid, Ross? <laughs> that's super T, that's, T, that's T. That's <laughs> super weird. Um, yeah, I mean, I just got like regular punishments. I never got punished that often, though, because I really wasn't like a bad kid. Yeah. Believe it or not. Like, I just never, I just really kept to myself. I just played a lot of guitar. And, my, and then my parents started to get worried that I was going to go and run off with women that were older than I was at the time. So they didn't really punish me because they just didn't want to like upset me and and I had no idea about that. Uh, but did I ever get like punished? Like 
I don't know. Like, sure, I think that maybe like every now and then they'd say no television or I don't know. Like, it wasn't really a thing. You know, it was like, what did they take my wrestling dolls away? Like, I didn't really have anything, right? Damn, Maury? One time my dad, because we lived on the top of a hill. And one time I was, uh, I got in in trouble a lot with my dad. And one time I had to carry bricks from the bottom of the hill to the top of the hill, one brick at a time as my punishment. Because he was building what? a deck at the back, right? So he's like, he's you know building what you're a deck of bricks, <laughs> like yeah, like a deck, you know, like a landing in the backyard at a bricks that you put the table okay. on, right? So I had to carry one brick at a time. Oh, like patio stones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh. and when you close your eyes right now and you think about this, how big's that hill? Oh, like the way Maury says it, I'm I'm thinking like the top of like a hill, dude. It was yeah. the top like, of a dude. It was Davenport and Dufferin and Toronto, like the houses on we lived on one of those houses. Okay, okay so, like, yeah. You had to climb stairs to the top yeah, of the house. Okay, okay. okay so enough. your dad made you carry bricks up a flight of stairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what did you do wrong though? What did you do wrong? Okay, I was like a teen at the time. Yeah. And I got super drunk at work. And at work? Like super drunk at what? work and fell through a glass coffee table. And they had to call my dad to come and get me. Where were you working? At another radio station. And you got drunk at work? As a teenager? Work? Yeah, because it was the Christmas party that night as well. And I had to do an overnight shift at the radio station. Right. So I was at the Christmas party and I got really, really drunk. And the host called my dad to come and get me. Okay, hold on here. How old were you? 18. 18. That's a man. Okay. You make this sound like you're yeah. a child at the time. <laughs> so, at 18 years old... I was like a teenager. <laughs> so, at 18 years old, you got drunk, and then as punishment, as an 18-year-old adult, your father made you carry bricks up a flight of stairs. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's so ridiculous, Andrew. All right. Yikes. Next question. If you could be a superhero in real life, who would you be? Oh, my answer to anything superhero related is always going to be Superman. Mm. Like what Mine's power? Spider-Man. Spider-Man? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I am not a fan of Superman. Why? Because I think he's boring. <laughs> what? Wow. Because I think, I think that being indestructible is boring. Okay. Right? I just I'm never interested in it. Um, I like the... Like I'm more Batman because I like that Batman actually has no powers, mm-hmm. right? That's what I'm. I'm attracted to Batman for that reason that he is literally just human who is unbelievable as opposed to a god. I don't find gods interesting. I've never found Superman to be all that interesting. Um, but and his uh, tight leather pants. Yeah, would you be George black. Clooney, Batman? <laughs> no, no. I I don't even know. Yeah, I would. I mean, I I, I Batman is my favorite character. I would say. Um, but would I want to be him? No. <laughs> Damn Amori? Aquaman. Why? He can, he can go underwater and not in water. Excuse me. What? Wait, okay, so hold on, what? I have a question. Like regular people who know how to swim? Yeah. <laughs> like can't like, Aquaman like, come like out of the you, water? Like you, you mean. Yeah, but he's like, you know, built and tough and okay, swims. So, okay, so that's a different thing. You want Jason Momoa's body. Yes. <laughs> right. It has nothing to do with Aquaman or his powers. I'm just answering or this, the question. Or this no, question. I'm just answering the question. No. And let me, let That's me re- not the question. Okay. No. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rephrase, Andrew. I'm going to rephrase your question for Maury. Maury, uh, out of anybody who's ever played a superhero, if you could have their body, whose body would you want? Jason Momoa. There you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Andrew, you get one more question. Okay, this one's for Maury. What is the definition of viscosity? What is the definition of viscosity? What is this, Maury? science with Maury? Yes. yes viscosity it is. is the, it's honestly the depth of vision in which you have scientifically 
Vision what? and velocity put together is viscosity. Vision so, and velocity. Yeah, so what we have here is, is the depth of your vision, scientifically speaking. Okay. It's the resistance of a liquid to flow. No. Yeah, no. Ex <laughs> explain your thing again more. Okay, so... Without the attitude this time, please. What? Can't I sound smart? No. Okay. What? So viscosity is the distance... Of what you see scientifically. scientifically. <laughs> okay, that's the part that I... <laughs> the distance of what you see scientifically. scientifically. Right? How is that yes. different from the distance of what you can see... Not scientifically? Generally. <laughs> Generally, yeah. No, but we're speaking scientifically here, right? So okay. it's not just like, oh, I can see this far. It's you can see this far. <laughs> Scientifically. <laughs> Andrew, can you please uh, explain to Maury the answer, please? It's the resistance of a liquid to flow. Of which you see. No, no, no Andrew, you know we love you, brother. Thank you so much for your questions, and thank you for uh, being such a, a big supporter and a big fan of the Raz and Mocha Show. I wouldn't let you do my science exam. <laughs> <laughs> Later, dude. Smart. Later, man. Bye-bye. Ooh, here's a good question from Mark. When is the last time you told someone off? This past weekend. Huh? Oh. This past weekend. Who did you tell off? Somebody that hit the handicap button in my condo just so that they could walk through. And I was like, that's for security, man. What? What? Yeah. That's What's for what security? Because it's a security door. And yeah. she hit the handicap button so it would open automatically. Uh -huh. And I was like, that's for security, man. But what does that's for security mean? But it's a security door, so I told her off. I was like, you shouldn't be hitting that button. That's your version of telling somebody <laughs> off? By pointing out that they shouldn't be using the handicap button? Yeah. Okay, but and, then what, and then what happened? She just kept walking. Like, she ignored so me. She, oh, so she didn't say anything back? No. Uh -huh. Oh. <laughs> so. Did she even know you were talking to her? I think so. But so you're not 100%. The, no, I'm not 100%. Did you actually say these words out loud? Yes, I did. <laughs> so over the weekend... You just spoke really loudly. <laughs> you didn't actually tell somebody yeah, off. You don't have more. You don't have it in you to tell somebody off. Probably not. You no. don't at all. You probably have like in at your all. mind. I once oh. gave somebody the middle finger when driving Devo Brown from Kiss on Two Five home, mm -hmm. and he had to. The guy pulled over in front of me, and the guy got out of the car and was coming up to my window because he was angry because I gave the middle finger. Devo had to go and calm them down. Right. Um, you, your thing is this, Maury, is that you will say nothing to somebody in front of their face, but as soon as you leave, you'll like write a text and just like lay out all your feelings about how you, how you were in that situation in a text. Is that what and, you did to Matthew? And, and literally they'll get it like two minutes after seeing you. But it's because that's a safe telling off, right? Yeah, like that's that's your way. That's your way of doing things. You don't you don't like to have. You're not a. You don't like. Well, because if you can't say anything bad to no, if you can't say anything nice to somebody, don't say it at all. Text it. No, but you don't what? like. That's not the same. <laughs> but you don't. But you you don't like confrontation. But you like to have control over a situation. So you will like you'll write something like you've done it to me before, where you'll write something 
that is like super pissy and sort of like telling me off or whatever. And then I'll write you back with a legitimate and rational argument or a counterpoint. And then I don't hear from you ever again. <laughs> like you have no ability to engage. So when was the last time you told someone <laughs> off? I don't know. I don't really tell people off. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm rarely think. in a situation where I tell people off. Mocha, you must have. Why must I have? Oh no, you're opinionated and oh, and like on the on the phone. Like I was having work done on the house, and uh, I felt like I was being jerked around by this company, and so I got on the phone with them, and I I told them off. But I'm never like aggressive about it, right? Like I always sort of I'm very rational when I'm telling somebody off. Like it's never to instigate uh, an an argument or escalate a situation. I just have a very blunt way of laying things out for people in a harsh way. I wish I was I had the ability of telling somebody off like they do in the movies. Like what? Like you see movies, right? And and oh, they yeah. do it so gracefully and and you want to just applaud because it's just so okay. amazing. And I'm just like Like what? I want to be like that. Like what? Like say what? Give us a situation. Oh, like like on Will and Grace or On Will and Grace. <laughs> okay, okay, what's the what's like the scenario? Karen, Karen no, 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 Will no, and no, Grace. Stop, pause. Yeah. What's the scenario right now? Like create the scenario where you would like to say cuz i'm sure that in your head somewhere you have something okay. you have something saved I do. that you would like to say to somebody in some situation but you maybe you don't think you'll ever get the chance but like what is like that what is that speech weekend, the airbnb across the hall was having a late party right so and what would you like to say what when you say late right yeah what do you mean what time of night it was 11.15 p.m. when okay. I realized that it was late. Yeah. Okay. And um, Matthew and I were getting ready for bed, and I'm like, I'm not putting up with this. And so Matthew's like, well, just phone downstairs to security. So I did blah, blah, blah. But I would love to. If I was single, I would have opened the door, knocked on their door. Single. If I was single. <laughs> Why, you worried now you're worried about your family's safety? Like no, I'm not allowed. Matthew will like hold me back. Like I'll go open the door. He's like, I don't want Matthew them to know where we live. Yeah, hold me back. <laughs> so I would have, if single, opened the door, knocked on their door and yeah. said, what do you think this is, a nightclub? At 11:15 <laughs> on the weekend, but that's your—that's like your big rap that you've like that you've had. I've practiced in this your, in your in your head, but but then what? Okay, then here, like like let's play this out, right? Okay, here we'll we'll play this out, right? Knock okay. knock. Okay, I open it up. What do you think this is? A nightclub? No. Then why are you acting like it's a nightclub and playing your music loud and laughing? Talk, okay. <laughs> First of all, crazy person. Yeah. Okay. Talk normally, right? Like talk, talk normally. Like let's just legitimately have a conversation where you honestly tell me off, right? Okay. okay don't act like a thing right now. And okay. okay. So here we go. Hello. Hi. Um. Can you keep it down? This. What do you think this is? A nightclub? No. Well, then what are you doing? Playing your music loud and laughing. It's, we're just like, we're, I don't know, I'm just having some friends over. But don't you know the law? You're not supposed to have friends over or be loud after 11 p.m. <laughs> the law? Yes. What law is that? The noise by law. Your noise, your, your happiness is interrupting <laughs> my <laughs> You can't even tell somebody off with a serious no. face. No. You, you know what? I don't know if I've ever met somebody who is worse with words. Like, yeah. and not just some words, like not just the big ones, but like all of them. <laughs> <laughs> like just stringing words together. Okay, try one more time. One okay. more time. Ready? Hello. Hey, 
Hey. Just wondering if uh, Maury from across the hall, huge fan. What's going on? Yeah, awesome. So you know, I get up early. I'm trying to. I get up early too. I listen to your show every day, man. You are so funny. Well, what do you think this is? A nightclub? What do you mean? Well, you're acting. Uh, you're acting a ruckus with your loud music and the laughing and whatnot. First of all, nobody talks like this. <laughs> You are incapable of doing anything <laughs> yeah. seriously. You I really know. are. Like you I'm would never to, use those words. No, like in I'm a real, trying to do in a real I'm, situation. Like I'm trying to get the real you out of you right now, right? And you're incapable of doing that. No, but that's how I always am. That's how you always are. Absolutely. I mean, I would be much angrier. It'd be knock knock. I'd be like, yes, this I'd is what I want. Okay, <laughs> there we go. This okay. is what we want. And now, then that person says. No. Okay. Be like, you know, I've already called security and yeah, the police. And? They're on their way. Okay, pause for one second. Here we go. Now we got this. Okay, yeah, ready. Yeah, okay, yeah. here we go. <laughs> Hello? Could you shut the f*** up? What are you going to do about it? I've already called the security and the cops. So? You're being loud and I'm not able to not sleep Not my in problem. There. I live for my Sunday sleep-ins and you care. ruined it. I don't even know who you are. And I don't know who you are. But what I do know is I own here and you do not. How do you know that? Because this is an Airbnb. So what? Like, like because you own, that makes you better than me? It does here. In what world are you from? You Where arrogant have, little man? I pay maintenance fees for people to come up First here and tell you to shut up. First of all, you need to know something right Right now, get your finger out of my face, walk back into your place, or I don't know who or what you have in there, but I'm going to come in there and beat the absolute bloody hell out of both of you. It's 11 o'clock, you sad little man. Oh, I've already left and slammed okay. the door. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, you and Matthew are under the bed, right? Yes. <laughs> 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 Jeez. Wow. You'd be so frightened. You guys would have to sell. Yeah. <laughs> you be, really would. Be moving as oh your my God. But if one of your neighbors said that he's going to beat the hell out of you, Maury, you guys would like, I don't even, you would have to move. Oh, Matthew would leave me because I caused him <laughs> he a dis- would leave me. Because they're going to beat him up. <laughs> so wow, great. Maury. All right, Lisa asks, uh, are fake trees slash plants in your home considered tacky? No. I would say Absolutely not. No, What's wrong with that? No. I have two small fake succulents in the bathroom. Yeah, there are some really, really great uh, fake plants that you can buy. And they're awesome. Even outdoor ones. I have a big uh, fake sort of um, palm. Not palm. What is it? It's like a, almost like a fake pineapple plant uh-huh. uh, at the cottage in a, in a big giant pot outside. It's awesome. No, fake plants. There's nothing tacky. Fake plants used to be extremely tacky when they were looked like they were made out of silk. Well, because they had they were neon stems. Yeah, like fake plants used to be awful when fake was the design where they weren't supposed to look real. But no, no, fake plants are great. We and had plus one. Expense, you can get an orchid for like a fake orchid for like six hundred dollars. We yeah. had one in that in the house that I didn't know was fake. Yeah, until it's like three years later, I was like, "Wow, this plant! Like, how many times a day are you watering this plant?" And Jenna was like, "You know, it's fake, right?" I was like, "What? This plant is fake?" Did you ever water the fake plant? No, I just thought she did no. like every single day. I'm like, I'm. Not I'm not gonna mess with the formula. Whatever's yeah. keeping this thing alive. Yeah. Was it big? Huge. Huge. It was beautiful. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. No, fake plants are great. Go for it. Morgan asks, what is your routine after the show? Oh. After the radio show ends. So we're on Monday right. to Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. When we wrap the show at 10, mm-hmm. what do you do, Roz? Uh, I jump in a car and I go up to do Entertainment Tonight Canada. 
And I do that until 5.30 and then get undressed and leave that building sometime a little bit before 6, get home a little bit after... You don't leave leave the building... Like you don't leave the building naked. No, I get dressed. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because he said you get undressed. No, and then it's you go a, home. no, it's a it's a really weird thing because not many people, right? Like not many people that I know are you know pretty much naked at work twice a day. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, that doesn't so happen. Like, and I don't mean just like go when you go to the gym where it's appropriate. It's like I have to go. I, I get dressed in the morning and I come here and then I go there. I get undressed where I'm in my undies at yeah. work, which is weird, uh-huh. right? Get dressed. And then get back into my undies later, put my first round of clothes on, and then and then go home. Like, I wear multiple outfits a day. If I have to shoot a separate show that's not going to air that day, I get in my undies again, put on a different suit, then get in my undies again, take that suit off, put on a different suit, then get in my undies again. Do you ever again. just walk around in your undies? In my dressing room? No, like in the hall, like if you have to go for no, a coffee. why would I do that? You like if you're still comfortable or whatever, I don't know. Like I'm just wondering if you yeah, just like in people between people that building? You know how weird that would be, man? Like what do you, what, what am I, Harvey Weinstein or Matt Lowry? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm walking around a television station. My, no, who did that? Uh, Montel Williams used to sit in Seriously? his underpants. Really? In his dressing room, yeah. And people made complaints about it because he didn't want to wrinkle his pants before he went on television. Makes and sense. He would, and he would sit around in his underpants and have meetings. With like a shirt and tie on, but just his undies. Like behind a desk or no? No, like in like a like a director's chair. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So okay, he, that's weird. He would fold the pants onto a hanger yeah. and be like, I don't want to ruin yeah, this. Yeah. See, that's smart. Yeah. Do you remember that one scene in Casino with, yes. with De Niro? Yes. And he's sitting behind his desk and he's about to meet with like was a city official. And yeah. he's wearing his dress shirt, his tie, his suit jacket and everything. Yeah. And then somebody walks in or they, they call him on the phone. They say, your next appointment, so-and-so is here to see you. Yeah. And he gets up. He's like, okay, send him in in two minutes. And he gets up from behind his desk yeah. and he's not wearing any pants because his pants are hung neatly. Yeah. Like they were just pressed on a hanger. And he then put his pants on so he could have this meeting. But he didn't want to wrinkle his pants. Didn't they do that on Seinfeld where they where uh, George got out of the pants, hung them on the hanger for like a day a day shave or something like that, and then they hung out in George's old bedroom playing pool, and everyone hung their pants. Kramer, George, and the dad hung their pants. So you don't so you don't wrinkle them. Sometimes I I am so like I can't wrinkle anything right because then I just got to take it all off to get steam it and everything. So sometimes I will sit on my like I have a couch in my dressing room. Uh And sometimes if I go, sorry about that. Sometimes if I'm back in my dressing room and I know that I have like, say, a half hour or 20 minutes or whatever it is. And if I, because I'm not just going to stand. So if I sit, sometimes what I'll do is I'll undo the top button of my pants because they're so tight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right. I'll hang my jacket up. And then when I lean back. I leave the top two buttons of my shirt done up uh-huh. and I undo all the rest and then fan it open. So my hands so are on belly. my belly. So it's just belly sticking yeah, out? Yeah, so my hands are on my belly and not uh, and not resting on my shirt. Oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I look like Thanksgiving like every every single every single day. Yeah. Oh that's my how, God. That's how I avoid wrinkles. But I never take my pants off though. No? No, my legs get cold and... 
I used to. I always think if there's a fire, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, and when you have to leave yeah, in that moment. Right. When I you have don't want to be the guy that's wearing a dress shirt, a tie, and a jacket. <laughs> so, no, no, but pants. now he's, now he's running out with an undone <laughs> pants and an undone shirt. No, but I can do the, I can do the pants up and yeah. then I'm good. But right? that's very easy to explain to someone. Even if you run out and your pants run out, you're like, I was just getting dressed. Right? I know, but people, I know, but I just don't, I, I don't know. People assume the worst, but I can't take my pants off. I can't hang out in my undies at work. There's no, like, there's no, like, what if I go into cardiac arrest or something and then they have to call an ambulance and I'm in my underpants on an ambulance? Like, yeah, there's just that's no so way. True. Like, no- sir, do you remember right before you passed out, what were you doing? Right? Like, we found you with no pants on, yeah. but just a shirt, a tie, and a right? jacket. No, and I got weird <laughs> stuff too. And I was like weird stuff in my dressing room. Like, I think that, you know, I, and, and right beside me, you know what they would find right beside me? Okay. <laughs> it's unfortunately, I would be there. Okay. I would be there on the couch, yeah. right? Dead, dying, right? And yeah. they would they would pull me out. And what they would see on my on my uh, end table, right beside my couch, is a thing of cream. Right? Yeah. Okay. Is a thing of cream. Yeah. Um, this is what, like, like hand lotion? Yeah, hand, like lotion, right? Yeah. Okay. A thing of a thing of lotion. Okay. Uh, a thing of um, almonds, and 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 the book written by Justin Bieber's mother. <laughs> and then me with no pants. <laughs> You're such a freaking weirdo! Oh, oh man, and that's the yeah. story they would run with on the news. Too. I know. <laughs> <laughs> List of items found. Yeah, and then people start tagging oh. Bieber's mother in it and like all this stuff. No. Ah, uh, all right. Anyway. So the original question is, what is your routine after the show? Damn it, Maury. Um, after the, I go home, well, I'll stop on the way, grab a sandwich or a snack, and then I head home, and then I get into my pajamas and watch a bit of The Price is Right and nap for a few hours, get up and work on more stuff for the show, eat more. That's a lot of eating. Mm-hmm. How much money do you spend? Life. Yeah, very. Like even that, like the, you had all the opportunity right now to make this interesting. And like, I didn't want to lie. <laughs> <laughs> How much money do you spend a day on food? I'd say because even when you're working in here, you leave like at least twice. Sometimes I'm yeah, I'm hungry and I'll grab a yogurt and a bag during of the show. You leave. Are they, what do they charge you for that? The yogurt is four ninety five. The bag of chips is three dollars. Oh god, damn. Yeah, and then I mean, there are you, days where I'll run to like uh, Starbucks or something. Right? And then what do you, what do you get when you leave here? Um, sometimes I'll stop at Starbucks. They have chicken salad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or sometimes I'll stop. Those are like seven eight bucks. Yeah. Or I'll get like a what do you call it? An avocado toast. Mm-hmm. And what do you and do you know that Maury does a meal service right where they bring all the <gasps> ingredients to his house? Oh, okay. And then so they and then he has to cook it. Where it's like you know like the ba- like individually. Package yeah. meals, and then each night, you, and you know what's funny is I did this last night, mm-hmm. and I said to Matthew, I said the cool thing about this, it may not be the best food, but we're cooking together. Fair enough. But what do you pay for that? Um, so three meals comes to sixty nine dollars. It's a lot of money. Yeah, dude. But if you minus what you would spend, what's the difference? But, no, but you you're already spending X amount every single day on two trips. During the show mm-hmm. to go buy food, plus you're buying food immediately but, after the show, and then yeah, what do you do for lunch? You usually do like Uber Eats or something, right? Yeah, or I'll eat leftover of the meal that we made the night before. But the safe thing here is, or the the good thing the to safe. say is, I'm not wasting any food. 
but you're just wasting money instead. No, but I'm not throwing out any food. But why would you ever throw out food? No, like if it went bad or something. I just thought that was the right thing to say at the moment. Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, Dave, nobody wants to, nobody likes waste. But I just think that that's an incredible amount of money. So it's, and, and like, so that's $70 for three meals that you then have to cook at home. And that's not lunch. That's no, not three breakfast. No. It's it's three dinners. Yeah. And what do they give you in one of them? So last night's we made a um, halloumi thing. What's Hal- that? Halloumi's a cheese. Okay. Like a halloumi, roasted halloumi on top of couscous. Mm-hmm. So they give you a small package of couscous, a little thing. Like they portion it out. Like you don't get like a can of diced tomatoes. They put in a separate container the amount of diced tomatoes that you would need like, for this recipe. Like four little diced tomatoes? Or like a thing... Full of, yeah, I guess whatever they can pack into the the jar. Okay. And then they'll pre-cut the onions for you in a little Ziploc bag. So they don't even give you a whole onion. Like you can't even use... No, because I guess the whole thing is you rip it open and then just onions are done. Okay. Right? And oh my God, that is so expensive. Soy sauce that you get like from a restaurant. Like, so when the recipe calls for like soy a, sauce, it's, it's a like, package? Like, the, you know, the little packets of soy sauce that you get for free <clears throat> at a, the, the food like court. Like, when I go to the grocery store and I buy sushi, <laughs> yeah. like as a quick lunch. Yeah. Okay. So, like, those, um, and then the package of cheese or whatever, and then one red pepper. Like a whole red pepper. Yeah. But is it cut up? up? No, that you have to cut that Oh, up. you have to cut that up. Yeah. Hold on. So they that's portion your job. everything else out. But they make you cut because, like, maybe if you pre-cut the red pepper, it'll go bad, and they can. Oh, maybe. Uh, Okay, so no meat. Well, this one didn't come with me, but the burgers, like we did uh, the other day, we did turkey burgers. So it came with a package of ground turkey. How 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 big was the package of ground turkey? How many burgers did you get out of it? Uh, Two burgers. Okay. Right. So two burgers. It came with the the buns, and then it came with the the spices and the sauces and all that kind of stuff. And how much was that? It was one of the three meals. Oh my god, dude. This is so much money for what you're getting. But, it's but, so much money. But they keep giving coupons in the mail. It's so, I keep so much money. To do these. So I'll try a different company and then stay with it for a little while, right? Because when you live in a condo, there's always the coupons in the mail. The mailbox for like if you um, sign up for this many months, you'll get like $20 but off But isn't your first it cheaper? Meal. Wouldn't it be cheaper for you guys to take that money, Right. And like, does Matthew know how much you're spending a day? Yeah, he, th- he loves extra? this because he. Yeah. Thinks- no, 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 not on that. Like on the stuff that you spend no, outside. No, 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 he doesn't. Does no. he spend money when he's? Yeah, in- he he'll order lunch sometimes because he comes home for lunch every day. I wish uh-huh. he wouldn't, but mm-hmm. he does. Oh wow, wow. that's love. Love. Uh, no, but have <laughs> that's you what ever? Love looks like. Have you ever? <laughs> <laughs> like sat down, I'm assume the answer is no, but wouldn't it be way cheaper for you guys just to take the money that you would spend on all these meals and like buying stuff every single day and just do like a big grocery shop and then like meal prep? But the thing the is, week? so when we do groceries on Sundays when and when we come back, we end up throwing out a lot of stuff to make room for the new stuff. So what Matthew said was this meal delivery thing as it may be a bit expensive, at least everything's portioned and there's a lot less waste. But then why are you still going to the grocery store? For other than almond milk or, you know, we still have to have breakfast. We still need eggs for the morning or, you know, mm-hmm. some stuff for his lunch. I will say this and where I do sort of agree huh. with this mentality is like, 
I wanted to go and I was making tacos on the weekend. Yeah. Right? And I was, no, I was making spring rolls. Sorry, I was making spring rolls. And I said to Catherine, hey, what do you want in your spring roll? Because I'm going to make a couple spring rolls tonight. Rox and I just want to sit around and make spring rolls. And I was like, hey, what do you want in your spring rolls? She's like, just do some, like a little bit of cabbage and a little bit of like just bean sprouts and throw in some just like peppers or whatever. Like just anything that like tastes good, right? So I go to the grocery store and I know that I need the amount of cabbage for two little spring rolls. Mm-hmm. But I can't buy a little thing of cabbage. You have to buy the whole cabbage. I got to buy the whole cabbage. And the whole cabbage is the size of a human head, if not larger. And what are you going to do with the rest of it? What am I going to do with the rest of it? Mm -hmm. Right? So now, because I wanted to make Catherine two little spring rolls, now I have a full cat. I don't like cabbage. I can't, I'm not going to cook Could with cabbage. you make cabbage. a soup with it? Cabbage soup stinks. Oh, it makes you fart. Right? It's just not good. Yeah. So I would like, I think that you should be able to, you know, buy what you need and not always be forced. Like I like those hearts of romaine lettuces, mm-hmm. right? Oh, but they so come good. three in a bag. I know. I don't want three. And nobody's going to be eating that much lettuce. Right. I don't want three. Maybe two I'll go through in a week. Sure. But I I will definitely not go through three. Like that kind of thing promotes waste. I wish that you could do stuff like that. See, and I also know that this coming Sunday, we're going to be making pizza. Right. So I think that's kind of cool. Like I know in advance that this coming Sunday, we're going to make mozzarella pizza. Who's making it? Well, Matthew and I, because I think it's super cool that we're doing it together. But it's like you're like, buying all the stuff? No, no, it comes in the food delivery. Oh, thing. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, J.E. Soriano says, uh, or has this question. How is a V-neck shirt best worn on guys with only, quote, lots of chest hair? <laughs> with, or yeah. guys with only a big chest? Oh. Or uh, really anyone. I, I wear V-necks. I think you just wear it with pride. I don't think that there's rules. Like I don't I don't believe or subscribe to, you know, certain clothes for certain bodies. I think that if you wear something and it fits and you feel dynamite in it, then you know, then who cares? And, I have a feeling J. E. Soriano yeah. wore a V-neck yeah. and felt good about himself. Yeah. And somebody made a comment about his chest hair. Right. And now he's like a yeah. little insecure. No, you're probably right about that. I wear a V-neck. I got chest hair in the summer. I'll rock a V-neck. Yeah. But I can't do a tank top. No. Why not? I, Why not? I, I'll wear a tank top, top sometimes to the gym and then I'll meet Matthew afterwards. And like he's like, you really shouldn't be wearing a tank top. Oh. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> is it because really? of the is it the body or is it the hair? No, the body. The like, body. the tank top looks good from boobies up, but, like, right. boobies Did down. Did you just say boobies? <laughs> yeah, boobies okay. up. Okay, yeah. Because so, down, it's like it, like your belly kind of makes the tank top. It, it emphasizes the belly when you wear a tank top. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I think it's the belly that emphasizes <laughs> yeah, the belly. Yes. <laughs> when you wear anything. Yeah. So, no tank tops, though. Oh, no, I'll still wear but a tank top. But what's the difference between a tank top or a t-shirt? Um, I think as the tank top, it's sort of slit down the sides kind of thing. So it's really sort of, it looks like you're wearing a smock at paint school. <laughs> How, is your tank top loose or is it tight? It's uh, what's supposed to be loose. Yeah. Right? But, <laughs> but it's not so loose. But it's not, but it's but not it's like slit a, down wait, wait, the wait, 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 what size is it? Oh, it's a small. Yeah, but you're not a small. I'm supposed to be. <laughs> no, there's no way. I know, way. you always say, oh, I, I always wear small, I wear small. But yeah. in reality, you should be wearing a large. Yeah, but when I'm in the gym class uh-huh. and I'm sucking in constantly, yeah. it looks great. 
What does the tank top? Yeah, no, you look very. Yeah. You're sucking in right now, and you I know, look very uncomfortable. But when you do that for 55 minutes, you look fabulous. But then no. when you stop pulling your shirt, man. <laughs> but when you go you're outside, ruining it. Yeah. but when you go outside in your tank top and you let it all loose, right? Not yeah. so good. Like when you're running or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. no okay, no. stand up straight for a sec. Okay, suck it in. Yeah, you look uncomfortable, and now like now just be comfortable. Release all air. No, he, he has not done it. Yeah, You're incapable you, of doing that. Yeah, you need a large shirt, man. Yeah, oh. yeah. Anyway, I think, Maury, if you want to wear a tank top, wear a tank top. I think for this guy, if you are hairy and want to wear a V-neck, wear a V-neck. Ladies, if you are whatever and want to do a whatever, then do your whatever. Manuel has this question. Yeah. And it's a would you rather. Oh, okay. Would you rather have an extra set of arms and be able to carry double the amount of stuff or... Have your current arms and legs move two times faster than the rate of the average person? I know Roz will try to think objectively in a lucrative way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how do I monetize this? Uh, how do you monetize having four arms? Well, I, I think that right out of the gate, I'm going to say I want fast arms and fast feet just because I don't want to be a guy walking around in the world with four arms. Yeah, I was going to say as well, fast arms, fast feet. Yeah. And then... I don't know, like the easy solution or the easy money-making way that I could think of right now is some sort of delivery service or like go, you know, start up your own like moving company where you can just like move material a lot quicker. Nah. You want the four arms because then think of how you're indispensable at businesses. Like if you're working at a drive through you could do twice the work. Or you think that if you had four arms, a company's going to hire you to be the, the public face of the company. Like at a drive-thru. They're going to have you at the drive-thru with your four arms, freaking people out who are about to enjoy a meal. <laughs> no, but you could be grabbing the french fries and the pop and everything all at you the same I mean? time and yeah. passing it through you and passing it through. They have machines to do that more. Yeah, but if you're... Look, I can Also, carry- is that your greatest aspiration as somebody who's got four arms that could potentially make millions of dollars in your goal? No offense to anyone working at the drive-thru, but... No! Like, the, the tippy top of that... Of your list is working at a drive-thru? You could carry four coffees. Yeah. <laughs> you can carry four coffees now. I know, but yeah. one in each hand. Right? No, I yeah, would... You can carry four in one hand uh, using a tray. I just think of how uncomfortable it would be to sleep. Like, I already don't know what to do with one of my arms when I sleep. <laughs> I couldn't imagine having four of them. No, yeah, there's no... I would there's always no... say it would be double speed yeah, for me. Yeah, there's, there's no way. Double speed for sure, because you can also conceal that. Yeah. You could massage your partner and yourself at the same time. Now, if you would, have four would arms. your arms come out of like the like same from your shoulders, like the same all? holes yeah. in your shirt, or would your second set of arms be lowered down to your waist? No, they would come like, out would of you, the same. Would, would hole. it be more spider, or would it be like two arms from the same joint? Mm. I think two arms from the same joint. Oh, I think you like should branches. look like a spider. I think your second set of arms should come out of your hips. Oh man, that looks so weird. <laughs> That looks so weird. Right? You'd finally be able to touch your toes, Maury. (laughs) (laughs) You you still can't touch your toes, huh? No. I can't touch mine either, though. I know. We did this like a couple of weeks ago on the podcast. (laughs) You need a fart? No, Maury's going to pass away. He's trying. (laughs) Oh, boy. Can you believe this guy goes to the gym twice a day? For like two years. Okay, hold on. Stand up straight. Stand up straight. Okay? So inhale. Deep breath in. Right? Now as you're moving your body forward, as you're going down, slow exhale. Oh my God. Still can't, huh? Nothing. Damn, bro. Okay, yo, sit down. Wow, you are so unhealthy, man. 
only when I do that. Yeah. No. <laughs> we'll end on this question. Mm. <sighs> I heard in a recent. Are you okay? <laughs> no, he's not. Give me a minute. I heard on a recent podcast episode that Dammit Mori had stole coffee for you guys. Did anyone give him money for that coffee run? Yeah, you guys owe me money for that. Is um, that what she means? No. 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 Did you ever go back and pay her? No. I, no. Well, no, hold on. I did go back mm-hmm. and bought a tea. Right. But you didn't pay for the two coffees that you went out there and you got for us. I did not. The coffee situation here is a, there's a cafeteria behind the studio and it's a, there's self-serve canisters and then you bring it up to the cash and you pay. And Maury came walking into the studio one day with a coffee for me and a coffee for Mocha, both black coffee. Yeah. And also mine, he was very out of breath. And <laughs> mine was missing about two full inches of coffee from the top of the I cup. I think mine had less than yours. Yeah, and Mocha's was, this, Mocha's was the same. And we knew right away that something was up. And then we were like, more, what the hell's going on with these coffees? And that's when he said that when he went there to the self-serve um, coffee dispensers, that the attendant behind the cash wasn't there. They were off in the back doing something or whatever. So Maury quickly put as much coffee as he could in these two cups, slammed lids on them and bolted and took off. And didn't even pay. Didn't even no, go back to pay. Nothing. Didn't even put milk. In the coffee. And those coffees went to waste because I didn't drink it. Yeah. Oh, well, why didn't you drink it? You can drink a stolen coffee. No, 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 no. It just wasn't. And then like an hour and a bit later, Maury went back to the same place and got a tea and paid for that tea, but did not say to the attendant, hey, by the way, an hour ago I was here and I took two coffees. Let me pay for those. Because I think stealing a tea bag is wrong. Right. Uh, But no. So the answer to the question is no, nobody went back. And, uh, and paid for those two coffees. Uh, every week you'll see on Instagram at Kiss925 where you can ask us a oh, question. Can what? I ask, add one more? Yes. From Ashley, what does Catherine think about Dream Daddy Roz? What does what? What does Catherine think about Dream Daddy Roz? Um, oh my God, does she not know? I don't think she really has an opinion on it one way or another. We certainly haven't talked about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that she listened to the interview because I was listening to it uh, that we did with the guy who created the Dream Daddy, the Dream Daddy Ken doll. Uh, and sh- I think she found it entertaining, but I don't think she's thought about it one second since. I thought that there would be a better answer. What did you oh. think the answer was going to be? Yeah. Like, I thought it'd be like, oh my God, no, she totally heard the interview and found it hilarious. In fact, um, she's wondering if we can get one of the dolls because it'd be hilarious to have uh, on one of the cabinets here. No, no, she doesn't. <laughs> It's not how it went at all. (laughs) You really know Roz. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Powered by Air Transat. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.